shit's fucked. I don't give a good goddamn near Uncle Sam is a motherfucker. I don't wanna see him again. How to pretend, count to ten. I love what he's wearing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I like his friends. So boring. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Why are we friends with this guy? One dude's just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> It's like good drinking music too, man. Like it's got kind of like an Irish drinking uh, music sound to it. Yeah, it's great. Oh yeah. Like the auto tune. I like that his feathers are coming off too. Yeah. I guess money's on my mind. Great. He's gonna be stuck in my head. Yeah, I've listened to it three times a day, or more, for like the past week. We're gonna open every show up with this song. <laughs> His friends are putting their hands up. Derek said this is his uh, Grammy nomination. Nice. I'm a fan of the hairdo too. It kind of adds to that that crazy look. Emo, 80s, gay, <laughs> everything. Stephen Paul Tyler. Oh, where's my... He's the man. He's fucking cool. <laughs> I tweeted out, hopefully we'll get him on. He said he'd do an interview. So, uh, we'll see. Should I keep playing or is it it's good there? Cool, cool. Yeah. What's up, guys? Rob and Slim Show. Uh, ah. December 10th, 2014. Wow. Wednesday. Fucking year went by quick, dude. Yeah, we're coming up on the holidays. We already holidays. passed Thanksgiving. And we got Christmas. 2015 before we know it and <clears> we're <throat> still alive and nothing happened in 2012. <laughs> Fuck. 2014. So, uh... Y2K. What happened with the corpse at Wawa, man? You, you had another run-in? Yeah, it just took forever. Just, just took to... forever. Couldn't get a coupon to work. A coupon... For one of those e-cigs, I'm trying to quit, and I got a coupon for a free one, and she scans the fucking, the coupon, and a penny comes off, because she fucked up. I guess she had to uh, manually enter the price, and she right. fucking couldn't figure it out, so she's going back and forth between this fucking other register with like a note on it, and trying to get it out, and put it back in. Finally, she pages a manager, I guess they got a doorbell buzzer, and uh, the other manager came up, and it was just a total fucking twat. And I love how they make it feel like it's your fault, but it's like, it's your fucking job. Yeah. Give you a coupon, just do it. You fucked it up. Don't mm. be mad at me. Shitty. I didn't care. The old lady was just stupid and old and slow, like always. 
But uh, <laughs> the other one was just a real twat. And I think the other one was a manager. It's <laughs> a big, burly, fucking lesbo-looking broad. I mean, I get it. Everybody hates their fucking job, but just try uh, uh. to be nice. That's why I work an overnight job, so I don't got to deal with customers. If you're working a day job and you got to do deal with customers, try to be nice. Try to keep a smile on your face and do your fucking job. So, <laughs> what do you got there, man? I saw that earlier. I didn't ask, but it's... Uh, I thought uh, I turned it on. Is it on? <laughs> <laughs> Wait! That's <laughs> amazing. It's my fart piano! <laughs> and there's other. Oh, is there a burp button on yeah. there? Yeah! That was awesome. <laughs> Oh, okay, you can switch the sound effect, so... Yeah. There's this. I like that one. Amazing. Prank star! Hashtag be a prank star. It's there. Fart piano. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Solid. That's worth Fetch it. Fetch yours today at a local retailer. Those are the same guys that did the uh, Pudo, right? Yup. Post, is... Yeah. Post your favorite reactions on YouTube, and we're doing that, assholes. Hash star, be a prank star, and hashtag fart piano. <laughs> yeah, they make Pudo. They make a an RC mega fart, a no button. I hope it says oi noi, <laughs> and a fart, a I fart shuffle. An iFart shuffle. The other fantastic <laughs> products by Prankstar. I want to know what the iFart shuffle is. We need them. <laughs> we, we all need, need one. I, they're great. They're doing God's work marketing this amazing yeah. products to kids. We had some fan feedback on the YouTube. Ah, uh, yes, we did. A couple comments on our. Uh, People love us. <laughs> yeah. On uh, two videos in the past week. On the Nicholas Snow. Uh, interview. This asshole, Stefan Monash. Stefan Monash says, You know no bounds, you clowns. Not nice nor funny. Just second rate. Oh, please. And then. That was actually one of my more favorite clips that we did. I that, was that was hilarious. Amazing. I did not Just... stop laughing <laughs> through that. I think I listened to it three times when it went up. It's the all around awkwardness of it, the, you mm. know. The dynamic involved, that's just Pete and Matt just yeah. <laughs> get their heads down and laughing. Like, obviously, it's <clears> probably somebody who was just a fan of Nicholas Snow. That, and yeah, right. definitely the next one was a fan. The uh, metaphysicist James mm -hmm. Goy. I like that guy. Who, who was such a bore. <laughs> yeah, he was boring. <laughs> and we did let him ramble. We let him fucking oh, yeah. ramble. Like, all I did was silly shit. They said, uh, oh, yeah, I'll read it first. The guy's name is Consendo. Consendo, I don't know. He's a fucking jerk-off. <laughs> You ruined an interview with a phenomenal guest. First, it's got to be a friend. Got to be a friend or like a fan. Or, a or maybe another like podcast that interviewed him and had a good time. I don't oh, know. I don't know. Too. Or just a real metaphysicist fan in general. <laughs> um, yeah, you ruined an, an interview with a phenomenal guest with all the random distracting sound effects, which I watched 10 minutes of that this morning. And that's when I started just uh, fucking sh eating and shitting out a dollar. 
And uh, up till that point, there hadn't been any sound effects. Later, towards yeah. the end, I, I started hitting them, but <clears throat> you ruined it, blah, 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 with the distracting sound effects and in, in added, inanities. I don't even know that inanities. word. I had to Google that word because I had no clue I what that I didn't even bother. Meant. This fucking dummy. It's just he's trying to be point, all, pointlessness. Is all yeah, just all. He's trying to be smart. Oh yeah. Just not. That's disrespectful to him and your and your listeners. Well, first of all, our listeners are into a metaphysicist to begin with. Like and anybody. love. They love when we fucking do that shit. Oh yeah, exactly. If you're a listener of this show, one, you're not going to be interested in anything this guy ha had to say, and two, like you said, you're going to love that type of shit. But he was a bore. We tried. We tried. Even well, when, even if he could fucking think whatever he wanted into existence, which is what he claimed, and he, we asked him he played guitar or some shit, he could just think about it and do it, you know, but he couldn't play guitar because he hadn't played in years. Yeah. And my thing about that fucking interview, faggot. too, is... One, like, you talk to the guy through the emails, you're like, alright, this guy's gonna be really cool, so we did, we gave him you the chance, cool. and not only that, but I love that clip just for the dynamic that was going on between you and me while you were, you know, doing all this distracting thing, I was trying to conduct an interview with that guy, and I think yeah. that made it, you know, amazing in itself. And he liked us on, on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and, he, and, and subscribed yeah. on YouTube, and he's still there. So he either didn't watch it or, you know, well, after, got the gag. After you posted the clip, he even said, you know, good good luck in your future endeavors. I mean, it, yeah. seemed, it seemed a little, uh, what do you call it? Like, like uh, a little bit. Smarmy, sarcastic, cunty. Right, a little bit. But, uh, but whatever, man. That's what we yeah. do. And it was a good time. And, you know. But I like the feedback. And I've been liking the... Um, the comments. <laughs> yeah. And on the um, Nicholas Snow one, I commented back. I wrote, that's funny, I'm funny. And, uh, and, posted, that clip? The, uh, the... and posted the clip with uh, Frankie Tube Steaks. Which is amazing. Yeah, I saw fucking, that uh, Fucking, yeah, with that, with that clip. Where's, uh... Both those comments when I read them made, made me laugh. The, first, the one on the Nicholas Snow... Well, maybe laugh even more just because of the guy, how the guy worded it. You, you, you know no bounds. You. Clown. No, I didn't realize it rhymed until you would call me back. Yeah. That, that time. That's well, even after I, I said great. it rhymed, I had to think a second. I was like, does clowns and bounds rhyme? That's like, funny. Yeah. I'm funny. Definitely, definitely close to rhyme, and the wording was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know no bounds, you clowns. That's a compliment. That's not, not nice. And who, who would fucking say not nice nor funny? You, oh. you just say not nice or funny. Yeah. Like. Put nor. What a guy. Obviously, just, another queer. Just second rate. Please. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> no videos. No picture. No. He's doing nothing with himself, except being a cunt. <laughs> being a fucking cunt. What a. Oh noy. Well, we had this. Uh, um. Oh noy. This guy that was, I guess, shopping on uh, Black Friday, and uh, he was uh, in a military uniform, and a guy who was actually in the oh, military nice. spotted him yeah. and thought there was something off. I, I think that's the clip. It's a, yeah, definitely. Amazing. Yeah, the guy's uh, walking around in the uniform. You'll see. Just yeah, fucking watch, cool. guys. Stop there asking me to explain shit. Oh, where's my sound? Come here. Come here. Hey, sir. Hey, my son, lucky to meet you. He really uh, admires guys in the army. Hey, buddy. It's a fat sure. loser. Yeah. What, uh, what unit were you in? It's a bit I'm of the army in a while, Rangers. huh? 75th? <laughs> Second. We're 75th Ranger Regiment with the 2nd Battalion. What's your MOS? My MOS is 11 Bravo. All right. I'm what's called Attack 1. All I do is 
I go out on missions. <laughs> Where'd you get your uh, Goes out on missions. Fucking <laughs> hardcore. All yep. three? All three. Jinx. You, know you need to be in three different campaigns to get three uh three CIBs, right? This one was from Afghanistan. He's been okay. in three wars. That was from Iraq. Okay. And that was for my second rotation back to Afghanistan. You know, no matter how many you do, you can only get one. For That's Iraq, Afghanistan, yep. all three, you can only get them. You know because, that, right? Uh, my campaign took me outside of mission lines from Afghanistan. That doesn't make any sense. And you're in <laughs> Rangers? Yep. There it is. Where's your combat patch at? Uh, I gave it to a little gave kid. Gave it to a little, little kid. Right, I'm a good guy. on your shoulder. It should be up here. Oh. Got me on that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but after that, I'm obvious scam. Yeah. I'm still going to act like I'm in the military, though. Just got home. From where? From Fort Lewis. Fort Lewis? Is that where the Rangers are? He's starting to, like, shake a little. Turn oh, around. yeah. Uh, where's your, your shirt underneath? He's floundering. Your tan t-shirt. I just... He's a shit. He's like... What's your rank? Uh, how did I fuck all Staff this up? Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. basic training? Fort Jackson. I'm a Brigadier Jackson. General. You know, only the infantry only goes to Fort Benning, right? Yeah, for ranger training. <laughs> no, for basic training. No, I didn't start off as a... <laughs> no, he didn't. never did basic. As infantry. Oh, I he look just started out as a ranger. I started off as a M1, as a driver for Humvees. What's the, uh, what's Hummers. the actual MOS for that, for a driver? I do Hummers. Driver MOS. Hold on one second. Fake call. <laughs> staff sergeant. He's calling a staff sergeant. Why is he calling a staff sergeant staff sergeant if he's already a staff sergeant? It doesn't make much sense. <laughs> hey, where are you? Come here. Okay. State alchemist here. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Me and my staff sergeant. How's the Fuhrer doing? He's calling a staff sergeant. Staff sergeant. Secure the Fuhrer. Secure the Fjord. That makes much sense. Okay. Here it is, guys. Stolen valor at its finest. Guy rules. Yeah, he's doing a video. We're in a United States yep. Army uniform. Claims to be a United States Army Ranger. Okay, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to step down here okay. with my Sergeant Major. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's see your Sergeant Major. So you shop at the mall with Sergeant Major? On Black I kind of wish he continued walking. I know. That's cool. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. Why like, don't you just admit you're a phony? Just keep following him. You know it's illegal, right? What you're doing right now? Let me tell you something. If I was a phony, yeah. then I wouldn't be wearing a shoe. <laughs> you wouldn't? Because you are a phony. Great. I called you out about ten different things. <laughs> And all of them are Would I be bullshit. wearing this uniform? This is illegal. What you're doing right now is illegal. Because you know what? I've worn that fucking uniform, and I've had friends get killed in Afghanistan wearing that fucking uniform. No, you haven't. You're full of shit. Good. Stone Valor. Right here. Stone Valor. Let's go. Stop it. Always with this chick. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Hash, uh, Facebook. Facebook.com. Slash Stolen Valor. Fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah, apparently what a piece it's, of shit. But apparently it happens a lot, too. Like, I never yeah. knew. Like, whenever I see a guy in a military outfit, I just automatically assume they're in the military. I've never thought to question that it. Guy, like, well, yeah, I wouldn't even think. That guy's probably some piece of shit uh, or whatever. But there's entire websites uh, dedicated to it. As you see, there's other videos up here that are already popping up of yeah. you know people calling people out. <clears throat> it's just... It's nuts, and it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid ass. But uh, that guy actually apparently was impersonating like a state. He was uh, jailed for impersonating a state trooper like a couple years ago, too. Yeah, apparently. you said that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a dead state trooper, and he like bought the jacket off of one of his friends or something. Wow. First of all, whoever sold that's a bag of shit. Yeah. Second of all, he's just a complete bag of shit. That's plain to see. Mm -hmm. Plain to see. Motherfucker. And yeah, like you said, like we said too, like mm. I, I wanted him to keep following him to see if he was actually going to meet up with like another guy. If there's another mm. guy in a military outfit pretending to be 
you know, in the military. But I guess what do they get? I, they get like discounts and stuff. It's probably what he was doing out on Black Friday, saying like, you know, I'm in the military. I can get a discount on this. Save even more money. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been. That could have been. It's a fucking jerk off. Well, speaking of malls, Hallmark is in the mall. Yeah. Hallmark stores. Hallmark. <laughs> They're good eggs for the Hanukkah paper yeah. that got recalled. I guess some some heebie Jew was buying Hanukkah paper and got all bent out of shape because there's swastikas all over the fucking thing. <laughs> oh, okay, now I see them. Yeah, I see them. You're right. Each one has like fucking like four, holy shit, like four on each, and it's just all over, like all, all along the top of the paper. I spent 30 minutes before the show trying to see the fucking swastikas. I looked up a picture of a swastika. I was like, all right, I, I still can't see it because you know what it was. I was looking at. The whole image. And yeah. Like, it doesn't look like a swastika. It's hard to see if, And then first. you did say that there's like four on each. And now yeah. I fucking see them and now I can't stop seeing them. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, it took me a while too at home. But not on this picture. I had another link. That one, the picture wasn't as good. This one I clicked on, I saw it right away. It was like right away. Holy shit, man. That's crazy. But you know what, what I think too? Like, I think the people that made the paper probably didn't see it when they made it. They were just like, they designed this pattern. And were like, yeah, it's a cool pattern. It looks you know, Jewy. It? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. It's something you, you, it looks Jewy. Arab, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <Jewy. laughs> I'd fucking think it was okay. But it, I, I can't believe that. I mean, somebody had to design it, first of all. Somebody had to, like, okay it. Nobody at Hallmark checked this. And then coming off the, uh, whatever. The factory line or whatever the fuck they have. Like, nobody saw this fucking it, thing. It had to go through a lot. A lot of, <laughs> but it might have went through so many that when they Clerks did catch it, they were, it out. They were yeah. just like, let's just see if it goes by. <laughs> it's already printed. Let's see. Let's see how many Jews buy it before one complains. How many fucking Hanukkah gifts get wrapped. That's That was fucking how, how many years ago. Nobody remembers. Yeah. The kids don't know. They're just getting Hanukkah gifts. It's fine. Shit. It's fucking funny. That's all I know. Mommy, this, this wrapping paper is making me sad. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> like Malcolm Moore. That was a while this ago. smells like ovens <laughs> and burnt hair and fingernails. I got an easy bake oven for Christmas. Oh. Wrapped in that paper. It's amazing. That would be good. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, I know. Oh, I. That's fucking. Oh, I know. Yeah, now I just can't stop seeing the swaps. Mm. It's crazy. I know. So, what did they do? They recalled it all, I guess. I now think they, so. Uh, the gift wrap distributor by Walls Greens, which is no longer selling it. Oh, they you just know. pulled it off the shelves. I guess stores are just pulling it. Probably sending it back. Can for, we get uh, some? We got to order some. For, uh, yeah. They're probably getting, like, marks. They, they sent it back for German money. <laughs> for German money. That's it. That's how they bought it. Or maybe there's like a, a Nazi running Hallmark. Could be. Could be. Could be. What happened to Jessica Chambers? I don't know. Jessica Chambers, I just saw her yesterday. 19. You did? 19? What happened? She's a cute cute girl. It's a regular looking 19 right. year old and uh, <laughs> had an abnormal death. An abnormal death. Just in the news today, this is death. breaking news. From the Robin Slim Show. Let's see, let's see what it says. A 19-year-old woman was burned alive in the U.S. after being beaten 
and having lighter fluid pour down her throats. Holy shit. Holy fuck, dude, that's fucked up. Murder investigation has been launched in Panola County, Mississippi. Mississippi, I don't think I need to go any further. She was probably banging a black guy. <laughs> what else do you need to know? That's it. Story's her over. Case killed, closed. It was her father that killed her. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's it. That's how to be. They squirted fluid. They squirted lighter fluid down her throat. That's hot. <laughs> and in her nose. Ooh. And apparently they knocked her out. Why do that? If you're burning her, just let her live with the burn. Feel the burn. When the fire department got there, she was walking down the road on fire. Holy, Holy fuck. <laughs> only part of her body wasn't burnt at the bottom. Of, or the only part that wasn't burnt was the bottom of her feet. Ah, oh, oh, that's fucking man. horrible. That's Miss Chambers. And she was burning from the inside, too, probably. Because yeah. Because lighter fluid down oh, her throat. Fuck. Like spitting fire. She works Oof. for the county uh, sheriff's department as a mechanic. So it's not even like she would have pissed somebody off. She's just a mechanic. And uh, used her last, last breaths to tell the paramedics who attacked her, although police said they could not defirm, confirm the claim. Uh, I can't even read. She told them uh, who'd done it, he, he said. Uh, Miss Chambers was flown to a specialist hospital unit in Memphis, but died. Post-mortem results showed she died of severe burns, covering 98% of her body. I hope she's okay. Ugh. <laughs> her mother Fuck, Her mother told Fox News her daughter was going to clean out her car and buy something to eat. Uh, she cleaned out her insides. When they took her... True. They took... When they took her... They took what was left of me, she said... They might as well have done it to me. So, yeah, the mother's sad. Of course, she should be. Detectives are working to learn who Miss Chambers may have been with before the murder, examining footage from her mobile mobile phone. Uh, she was the most beautiful and loving and kind. Blah, 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 that's blah, like blah, a, blah, blah. That's like a crime of we passion. That's not just like somebody who was like trying to rob her. or like That was somebody who was really fucking pissed off at her. Yeah. Was, like, oh, yeah, that's I mean, malevolent shit, yeah. bro. That's, that's fucking fucked up, malicious. man. And she's such a young girl, too, man. Like, that's been a whole fucking life ahead of her. And... Yeah. Damn, man. Ugh. Ugh. On a lighter note, <laughs> what's happening? Avril Lavigne's dying or something. <laughs> what yeah, that's a lighter note. What, that's what fucking... What is she dying of? <laughs> what happened? What happened? She's fucking suffering from undeclosed health, undeclosed health issues. She's just asking... Asking... Uh fans, I guess, to pray for her. I'm sorry, I missed it because my chair's all fucked up. You said she's dying of what? Of Brain disease. Brain disease. No, uh, and underclothes, they, 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 she oh, hasn't even okay. said what the fuck she's suffering from. Suffering succotash. But, uh, she's dying of something and asking friends to, uh, pull together for her. It's a scam, guys. Don't do it. <clears throat> she's just trying to... dying from, like, skin cancer from all that fucking makeup. <laughs> but it wouldn't bang her. Avril suffering from undeclosed health issues and reportedly asked a fan to keep me in your prayers. During an exchange over the weekend, the 30-year-old pop star did not specify the illness from which she is suffering and has yet to release a statement. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She's 39? Is that what you said? 30. 30, okay. Hashtag, get well soon, Avril. Hashtag, pray for Avril. So, oh, there's a video. Or I think it's oh. just, oh, no, it's just a music video. <laughs> All right. Alright, fuck that. Fuck that with Chad Kroger. Hashtag fuck Avril Lavigne before she dies. Or even after. You got a good five minutes, ten minutes. That's, right? Definitely. It's really all you all need. Right. But the husband's probably laid claims to that. It just, 
I don't know much about Avril Lavigne. I just remember when she came out with that Hello Kitty uh, yeah. video. That was amazing. That was, Her songs just should... get stuck in my head. Yeah. Any of them. Skater Boy. What's the other one? I don't know. The one I covered the uh, song to. I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. Look at Homeless Somebody. Oh. <laughs> Whatever that song was. That song was stuck in my head for fucking ever. We should go to break. Maybe play like fucking Hello Kitty because that was amazing. And the only reason why I'm saying go to break is because my chair is literally broken and I'm nice. falling off of it. <laughs> so, Turn it upside down. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that would be comfortable. Just be sexy. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Cheers. Uh, we're going on break. I'm gonna bring up some Hello Kitty real quick. <coughs> Come and back. We will be back. Stay there. Stay tuned. We'll be back. We'll be right back. Or will we? Oh, and this faggot, too. <laughs> PJ. I guess he's the new people you may know. PJ. Oh, guys, this is Avril Lavigne. Hello, kitty. I shouldn't have said that until after the ad. Fucking ad. Oh. <laughs> You blocked Peach. Sorry we had this experience. He's <laughs> just blocking people. Yeah, because they keep showing up on people you may know. They're fucking assholes. I think I might just keep this in and post it on the SoundCloud. Mike's still on? Yeah, they are. I think Rock and Roll was another good song. The video was amazing. After the show, I'm just going to watch Avril Lavigne videos and masturbate. <laughs> what everybody does every day, I think. <laughs> Catch my dad all the time. Because he only has on-demand. He doesn't have a computer. So he does it in the living room. I don't know, big glasses like that on a chick is kind of hot. Uh, on her, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
I like that she's like 30 and still sings about like shit like you're a kid. Like all yeah. her songs. So carefree. She's a free spirit. She's one of those girls that just has a bed full of stuffed animals. <laughs> nice kick. Nice! Alright. Be back. Oh. Nice. Oh, let me check my phone real quick to see if Matt got back. Oh, and I shut my phone off, so we oh. Matt try to get back. He didn't message. Hey guys, what's up, Rob and Slim Show? We are uh, back from break. Um, Rob and I have a couple of uh, things to talk about. We had a, a little bit of a, a, I guess it was kind of a little bit of an argument. I said some shitty things to you. You said some shitty things to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to start it out or... Yeah. Oh, we want to... All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Copy, copy. Copy, copy. Blah, blah, blah. What was it? Is that right? Last week? Yeah, yeah. Last week on the show... I propose Fishmas, <laughs> where we would bare bottom spank you with a fish. Right. And, uh. And right. I mean, in the, during the air, I just said no. I'm you didn't say no, that. I don't think. I did thought you? I did. I thought yeah. I said no. I said no on the air. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't I'm know. I'm pretty sure I just. I might have said it. I might have said it kind of like on a whisper type of thing. I might have oh. just been like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, But you know what? To be honest, I didn't give it much thought, and I didn't, you know. I didn't. We should really t like that's the type of stuff but, that we should talk about like off the air. And yeah. Really brainstorm. <clears throat> and then at work, I went in the break room uh, on the one break, and I was like, "What about Fishmas?" And you and, said no, and it's kind of hacky, and yeah. I just got mad. Yeah, which you had a right to, because you know what it is. It's like I just I, I can be insensitive at times, and you know I know how serious you take this stuff, and that's like your idea. Like you came up with that. Well, I, so it's been done before. It's, it's I mean it's not it's happened on uh. I think Howard, Howard, back in the day. like, But right. it wasn't Fishmas. It was just he spanked somebody with a fish. But like, regardless, but, I didn't know that, and it's still something you came up with. And for me to, instead of like sitting down and having a conversation about it and even saying, like, okay, maybe we can do this, maybe we can you know, yeah. twist it so that we both agree with it, I was just like, it's a hack, and you took it personal as I was calling you a hack. And, yeah, you know, but I, I probably I shouldn't have did it at work either in front of people. And it, you know, it I happens. just got mad, um, and I kicked the chair across the room. It's pretty fucking. I didn't even notice that. I did not notice. That. And then uh, the one dude that usually sits around that, I didn't know if he was there. I went up to him later. I'm like, you weren't in there when that happened, were you? And he was like, no. I was like, okay, good. Do you I... know what guy it was? I mean, without giving like a name, can you give me a? Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I just was like, I was, I was like, I fucking hope I didn't hit him, like, cause I get mad. And I just fucking. <laughs> Christian was like, you were growling, and. Uh, all he could understand was like hack, hack, hack. Like he couldn't understand anywhere. I know with my ex-wife too. I understand all everything you said. I would fucking scream so loud sometimes that she wouldn't. It was just like growling. She said she said that it just came out like that. And but uh, yeah. Then you wanted to talk last break, and I was just still mad. Yeah, and I should have. Really, you know what? And I was thinking about that because like I approached you. 
And I said, hey, can we talk? And you didn't even give me a straight answer. You were just, just like, like, we're going on break. We're going on break. And I was like, I'll be out there. <laughs> so, And I realized that. I went out there and I kind of stood off to see if you would come by me. And I was like, all right, he doesn't want to talk. I kind of hung around for a yeah. while. And I was like, it was cold too, know, though. It was cold. So I went back in. but uh, And windy. Mace Windu was in full effect. But then you sent me a message in the morning saying you wanted to stop the show. Yeah, I did say that, um, and I've been giving it a, a lot of thought uh, the past couple of days, uh, thinking about that. That might have been a little bit impulsive of me to say that right off the bat. That's what I didn't know. But, I mean, I said, too, I think even in that, when I responded, I'm sorry, or even earlier that night, like, because you mentioned having right. somebody come in to do that kind of shit, and, um, like, the, the bits and the gags yeah. or whatever stunts, and that'd be cool, but I wouldn't want somody here, the like, time. the whole show for yeah. that. And I don't know if somebody would come for, like, 20 minutes for a segment 30 minutes you know maybe they would maybe they would we could talk about that and figure but, uh, out but uh but there is a couple of things that i do want to say to you um one of them is like dude what we have here what we've been doing all this equipment um yeah the the guests oh, yeah. we have been talking to like this is amazing like, oh we've, yeah that too we've and we've accomplished this together it, with pretty much no help from anybody Twitter else following like, and they even you know everything. And, and it's and what i was thinking about <clears> it too is like and we both have put this effort into it to create yeah. this thing together. So there was a point where I was thinking like, okay, maybe Rob and I don't have that much chemistry that we're not that good on a mic together. But then I was like, no, this proves right here that we have the ability to accomplish things. Like I've tried to work together with other, you know, people on projects and everybody yeah. usually falls off. Like one of the reasons why I'm still doing this is because of how motivated and passionate you are about it. And I've even told people yeah. that before in the past, like um, my friends who want me to move to Pennsylvania. I feel the with, same um, way too. Cause people have asked me like things just like, like Christian, even jokingly, jokingly Christian will be like, well, why don't you get rid of him? And I'm like, he cares about it and he's enthusiastic right. and you need that. You fucking need yeah, that so, dude. Like, cause absolutely. he just asked, like I said, that's a joke. Like every now and then he'd be like, you got to lose him. Just, you know, well, as a joke. Christian's but, not a, Big talent on his silly own. Goose. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, I, that's what I mean. It's just him busting balls. I have but. a lot of things that I need to improve on, and I know that. And you know, I don't. I first of all, I'm a young dude. I'm 27 years old, and I've never been. This is all different for me in a lot of ways. Like I've never been good at socializing with people or having <clears> conversations. And as you even pointed out, that I'm not a good listener, and I am focusing on trying to be a better listener. And I realized doing this project has actually brought me to that point where I realized, hey, this has been an issue all my life that I haven't been good at listening. So yeah. this project is helping me in other ways, too. I was going to say, too, even if you did want to quit, I was definitely going to thank you, though, because I've been trying to do this kind of thing for yeah. fucking ever, man, for fucking... Well, you know what? I was going to... Five or six years, and nobody had been... People would say they were down, and then you, they would never come yeah. through and shit. I've had the same thing with other projects, man. And you know what? I had actually been thinking the past couple of days, too, what I was going to sit down... And tell you because you know I know you love doing this, and I I feel like I still have a lot to offer you. If we did decide to not be co-hosts anymore, I would still produce for you. Like, That's I what I was gonna still, ask if you like, would want that kind. I of would still do this thing. And I, I talked to my friend Ryan, uh, who listens to the show all the time, and uh, I, I told him a little bit, you know, just a little bit of what right. happened, and he said, and I don't know, uh... He didn't know if you got down this time of year. Like, without telling him anything. He just didn't know. Maybe it's, like, a time of year you maybe get upset at. or And that could be, too. He, he said he... Just by hearing just that we had an argument, he said, 
It could be that, and he probably bet his uh, left testicle that it was. But I didn't tell him anything else. Like, and he was saying that that he thought that about me, just out of the blue. Oh, he yeah. said maybe that that could be. You too. know what? Like, I think that's right too. I think I do. Um, I get. I go into you know depression a lot. I mean, I I'm, used to before yeah, I had my kids because uh, especially Samantha. around the holidays, man. I'm fucking yeah. single. I like it sucks. I used it to get sucks. real anxious and like just fucking depressed. And like Samantha Rodman a few weeks ago put something on her. Uh, Facebook asking what parents got or yeah parents what they used to bug out about and they don't anymore and I put that you know the holidays like Christmas I used to get real weird around that time and yeah yeah no yeah I do too um so I mean go based on that with the option of being like okay I am willing to, to step down as a co-host and just help you produce but I also feel like especially just for some reason tonight I feel like we've, we have a lot of chemistry and I do feel like we can work on this as co-host and maybe we need to spend a little bit more time on the uh you know it, it sucks doing the job and stuff and i mean the job we regularly work but we do maybe need a day every now and then where we could just sit down and talk about things with the show and things that we plan i mean you know like what do you think what do you feel like in your honest opinion do you think we can build chemistry between us and that we can you know continue doing this the way that we're doing this yeah i think so cool man i wouldn't want to yeah, I Quit. think it's working well. I mean, I don't, you know. Yeah, I don't, it's not worth, we put a lot of effort into all this. It's not yeah. worth throwing away. We put a lot of money, effort, and like I said, we've done a lot. And it's it's not worth just throwing away. I don't think through. so. And I think we can do it. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, and I was even thinking, even with, like, the other people who've, like, we've, we tried putting Christian on as, like, a permanent person, and he fell off, and then, mm. you know. Uh, Brandon like, didn't really work out uh, very well, so <laughs> he was like ambient for the ears. <laughs> he was a bore but, fest. Uh, His racism was a little silly here and there, but just too much sometimes. Just too much. It wasn't like funny racism though. Sometimes it wasn't like you know the shit with a smile or a smirk. You know, it was kind of kind of real. We should get him on the table <laughs> we and dissect him. <laughs> we should call him um, someday. Get the old gang back together. We should have a seance. A seance. I think I think that uh, that you and I do have like creative differences, but I don't think that's something that's going to stop us. I think that's something we can use, you know, and build on. Like in or all be till like a dead horse till and, it's and be until enough. A dead horse until it's enough, right? Yeah, I don't know. And we're emailing, and I'm asking about if you want, yeah. A CD back, and you're like, you'll not be a part of my life ever again. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. So, well, you heard it, guys. I, uh, you know, we we've worked out our shit on the air. I think we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this. We're we back. Like what we're, doing. we're gonna push it, and we're gonna, you know. Yeah, but I figured even if we didn't, I said, I said uh, even if we didn't, like we should just uh, do it out till the end of the guests, cause, um, yeah, and I was totally down. I have guests. Yeah. I have guests booked till, uh, like mid, mid February at this point. So I'm trying <clears> to think if there was anything else. And well, there was the, the other thing too, is you, cause when you did blow up on me, you started kind of pulling out, uh, a oh. couple other things. Uh, one of the things is you, you know, you, you got on me about yawning on the mic last week and yeah, that was shitty. Of yeah. Me. But that was during, uh, Brandon for greens redo interview I was so like that it? really pissed me off yeah oh, i didn't even know that and, like, I was during his interview. cunt rag I, dylan had fucked that up um right. the week or the other time we had tried it and then yeah it was like his redo interview and you just like at the very beginning i think 
We were just. I thought to it talk. was. I thought it was. I was yawning during uh, the, the just the dead air when we didn't have that guest. No, you know, it was during Brandon's I didn't interview. I know that. To be honest with you, I was really fucking tired that day. Like yeah. literally, I fell asleep on the ride home to dropping you off. It's you need just, some you know, coke. Some coke, probably. Coca. But no, I'm sorry. And that's right. And you know, especially with this friggin' mic I have with this handle, I should, if I'm gonna yawn or sneeze or cough, I probably mm. should just move the mic out or of the way. Look away. Pull but, back. Or look away or pull back. But uh, that I apologize for. And I, um, I think the other thing you you pointed out, actually, this was really funny. Um, but you you ran out of the the after yelling at me. And because I've been reading books on like communication or whatever, oh. you go, oh, maybe you should read a book on listening. The funny thing about that, I have been reading books on listening for the past two weeks. <laughs> and fuck, you know, but I, I wanted to bring that up to you too. It's like, I mean, you, you kind of, I feel like sometimes, like I've, I opened up to you about like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to improve on this. I'm reading things about communication. And I feel like that you feel like I shouldn't be doing that. I just think, I don't know. I just think it would be oh. natural. I don't know. Maybe because it's always been natural for me. Right. Ah. Uh. But I, it's also my personality where I've always wanted to learn and improve on things. Like, I'm always reading, you know, it's a stupid personality court, but I'm always reading books on little stupid things like that, you know? And I, and I enjoy reading the books on on that, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. We got a call. Answer it. Let's see. Yeah, I just want to bring up the real Skype because I'm. I think this. I think this button. Skype did like an update and it's all. Oh fuck! Call back! Call back! Call back! I. There's a red. It's like all these new bullshit. <laughs> I'll, I'll call back. Oh, fuck I'll call Skype. the number back. Um, I think they, they fucking. They've done so much. Different. Like updated today and everything's different. It's fucking retarded. Robin Slim Show. You've reached your source for classic, current rock and hip. Where's uh? Let me. Oh, there we go. Yes. Robin Slim Show. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Swipe. I hit the green one. There's like red and green buzz. I just hit the green one. What else do I fucking have to do? <laughs> you had to input a. A code and you clap, snap your fingers uh, a little bit. Whoever's calling, please call back. Because I'm not trying to hang up. It's just the Skype updated and it's all fucking retarded now. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. There's a. Okay. Green button, right? Robin Slim Show. What the fuck? What the shit? I'm gonna, I guess, close this piece of shit and reopen it because my head is a green. Let's try video. Let's try video. Robin Slim Show. What the fuck? Robin Slim Show. You clearly hit the right one. This is just ridiculous. Maybe this thing? I don't fucking know. I'm closing Skype and reopening it. Quit Skype. It updated today and now it's a piece of shit. This is going to ruin the show if we can't get uh, calls because it always takes a minute. Oh, that stinks. <gasps> Fuck. Wow. 
the echo works, so I, I don't know what the fuck. Skype. Maybe I'll grab the other. Mm. Yeah. The other sound blaster if it doesn't work. What the shit? Okay, the lights. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Signing in. See if this piece of garbage works now. Fuck you, Skype. All right. Motherfuck. It dialed out and then just completely cut out. And same with thing. I answered it. Robinson Show. You. What's up, dude? What's up, Rick? Uh, what we doing? What's going on, brother? Oh, a little this, little that. It's time for the check-in, you know? Yeah. See, see everybody, uh, how you're holding up, how you're feeling, that sort of thing. I got <laughs> feelings. You got feelings? Yeah, no. We all, we all got feels. <laughs> I cry out of my dick like a man. Feeling uh, each other. Yeah, feel each other up there on the air. It's a love fest. What, uh, were you listening live? I was not. I was uh, trying to, you know, trying to. <laughs> ah, uh, there's that's... been some computer funk. You guys, I guess, oh. were having it too, but uh, I definitely... yeah, yeah. And the Skype updated. I guess I should have closed it and reopened it. But we were talking about how we had an argument last week, and we almost called it quits. And we're back. We're staying. We're sticking. Yeah, oh, you got God. a divorce counselor like a yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. If he quit, I was going to say, what about the Rick and Robbie show? That's right. That's right. <laughs> the homosexual sex is going to be so good tonight for y'all. Oh, <laughs> cummy farts for weeks. It's going to be the best. Uh, you're going to sit and squish tonight. <laughs> what have you been up to, brother? Oh, uh, you know, one of these days I'm going to start my Christmas shopping. Oh, see, I'm almost I finished. Got to do it on Christmas Eve, man. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, well, I would, except I do it all online. I do not step oh. foot into any store. So Yeah. I did that years ago before I had the kids. And I don't right. know. Once I had the kids, it's just like, got to go to the store. Well, isn't it tough at this point, too? Because, like, I know my buddy ordered uh, a Kindle for himself, like, a week ago. And I have, like, two-day shipping. He's not getting it for, like, three weeks, I guess, because it's, you know, around wow. the holiday season, so they're not... What happened to the drones Amazon was coming out <laughs> right. with? They're coming out with robots, air robots, to deliver well, you your go, shit. You can go all over the place for different robots. <laughs> I want a land robot. <laughs> Any kind of land robot, land yeah. roving robot. Uh, but all I have to buy for is my wife, and she oh. wants either uh, weapons or jewelry, so it's very weapons. easy. Nice. What kind of weapons does your wife like? Throwing uh, stars. Uh, uh, not so much throwing stars. She's she's in uh, Krav Maga. So oh, say. Wow. yeah. Can she kick your ass? Uh, only because I weigh more, probably not. <laughs> oh, I know. I. That's good. That's good old fashioned. Yeah. Fucking. If I flop on her. Yeah, that's good old fashioned um domestic uh, abuse. Does yeah, she ever? Uh, does she ever bring the uh, the weapons into the bedroom? Ooh! Oh, we've got plenty in the bedroom. Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> we don't use them on each other because we got uh, let's see, katanas and little dirks and all this Ooh. stuff. So, 
You but guys could do, do a little, like, Japanese role-playing for a little bit, like you're having, like, a sword fight, and then, you know... Moshi, moshi. <laughs> I put on the uh, the stockings and the little skirt. Mm. <laughs> I got a half a rod right now. You do. I know you do. Yeah, right. I always do. It never goes away. I think it's a, a health disorder. Well, my parents used to push it. My dad used to push in my soft spot as a kid to use it as an ashtray. <laughs> so I've... Just <laughs> have half a rod. Yeah, he'd be trying to watch a game, and he's like, "Fucking, I, I need an ashtray." And this kid's right here. The other one's full, so he'd push in my soft spot. There you go. It's hot. I saw that in uh, Star Wars, right? Mm. Yes, Boba Fat and Jango Fat. I think that's, that's how saying. they rolled. Oh yeah. So that's uh, that's the main thing. Of course, we got the welding room still doing its thing, and uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it. Doing a, like a Christmas special? Are you going to play some Christmas rock songs or anything? Oh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I love those dudes. You can hear them everywhere, so I kind of like lay off that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if there's special, like unique, kind of like heavy, like there's one band, the Austrian Death Machine, and uh, the gig there is, um, he does like the Cookie Monster vocals. Okay. And, and the, the song is actually called Who, who, uh, who Ate My Cookies or something like that. <laughs> So that's kind of fun. Nice. Know. That so. band originally started out as just like parodying Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Weren't they like, don't they have a whole album to just... <laughs> they still have that, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but they do other that's stuff great. than that? They don't just do the Arnold stuff? They, they kind of do their own stuff now? Not too much. It's always, it's always within at least reaching distance of that Arnold thing. Uh, but nice. uh, the singer's in jail for, uh, speaking of spousal abuse, he was... Tim Lambesis, he was convicted of trying or attempting to uh, hire a hitman to kill his wife or his fiance. Oh, yeah, I had heard about that. Because she wouldn't yeah. get to the chopper? No, that was awful. <laughs> so it's not a tumor. <laughs> Dylan! Oh, that was a great Arnold. What was that movie? What the, what the fucking movie was that where it was Dylan? That's all he screamed. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, Rick, I'm sorry, bro, but we're going to have to cut you off, bro, because we got to take a quick break. i got to come back and call somebody, the illustrious Eddie White. Nice. And uh, so what is it, uh, Rock Def Radio? Yes, for the, uh, for the Welding Room, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Rock Def Radio on TuneIn, 5 to 9 Eastern. You can just look it up on the Internet, the Welding Room. Welding Room. All right. Nice, Check brother. Out, guys. Thanks, Rick. Love you, Rick. See you. Take care. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break and come back with the illustrious Edward White. Uh, back when you're ready. Oh, where's the uh, home? And where's... Like, everything's so different. It's not even that much different, but it, it fucking is different enough. Hmm. Contacts. Fucking A, bro. Where's, where's this, like, the dial? Like the, the pad, right? Yeah. Call phones. Saying pay as you go. We already have the accounts. Yeah, I just renewed it all like a week ago. Yeah. What the shit? Is he in my contacts? So pointless updates too. Like you didn't need to do anything. Any of this should be in my contacts. Stupid. It Program should say. Was fine as of what... I think this is Eddie. I think like the updates should just be like you know fixing glitches, not moving everything around. Well, he said to call his phone. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, no, this is fucking shit. Home? Do you want me to bring that uh, story up, too? Yeah. 
I click on call phone. Is there another like thing I'm missing here? View my account, and I'll click that. Oh my god, this fucking Skype sucks. Oh fuck, sorry, Eddie. It's just wasting time. My account. Blah, blah, blah. One subscription. Unlimited U.S. and Canada, three months. We should have two subscriptions. Yeah. I paid for two subscriptions. <laughs> like, literally this month I paid for two you subscriptions. You have Skype number, Skype for call for. We should have call out. We should have receive calls. Oh. Fucking assholes. Maybe we'll have to email them. Yeah, hopefully they didn't. Uh, I hope me... they didn't fuck up the account I paid for that shit. That's what it seems like. <laughs> I know. Let me uh, just... <laughs> Message Eddie and have him call us if he can. Uh, so you Facebook. think it's just, uh, it's a call out issue? Is that what you're saying? I think so. I, think so. Uh, I don't know. They're just cons. Where's Eddie? 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 Call us, bro. Skype is being a bastard, bitch. <laughs> I hope he gets this in time. It was like I was tuning out a little bit there. Were you able to pull up the notepad? I mean, the uh, pad at least, or no? You weren't. Able no, to I it? couldn't get that to come up at all. Let it just see. keeps saying. If I could figure it out, I'll sign uh, in. Too. Call phones, and it's giving you like all these options. Buy Skype credit, get another subscription. Oh, yeah, two ninety nine for a month. But we already fucking had that. View my account. I click view my account, then it goes to web page. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Awesome. Eddie. Yes. What's happening, brother? Hello. How are you? Great. What's How up, are Eddie? you? Are you guys? Uh, excuse me. Protesting. I was gonna say rioting, but oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. What? What? What would we be rioting Are we protesting? Are we Ferguson or is it uh, yeah, New York? Oh man, just get all. Oh, you're just like raging against the fucking machine. We man. should loot and riot and yeah, we should. No, there's no. no riots in Little Egg Harbor. <laughs> no, there should be. There should be protesters everywhere. What are yeah, you? What yeah. are you rioting about? They should uh, be protesting. Uh, what's his face getting uh, let go to the White Sox? David Robertson. Ooh, <laughs> sports. Whoa, 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 what did we yeah. see? We saw a flight. When are we going to talk about the airlines? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where did you those go? Those fucking... Those fucks. Those filthy <laughs> fucks. Those filthy, U.S. Airways, fucks. right? Yeah, somebody threw up. What a strange odor turns U.S. Airways into a vomit-soaked nightmare. A Philadelphia-bound U.S. Airways flight had to make an emergency landing in Rome when passengers and crew members began vomiting all over the plane in a scene yeah. straight out of your worst nightmare. Right? Were you on that plane? No. Oh, I, was, okay. I was on a plane. I was on a plane from Philly. I mean, to Philly <laughs> from Miami. Yeah. And it was U.S. Airwaves. And all this week, like, I've been just having, like, my stuff. Like, finally, like, I, I've, I've just gotten over it. But, like, my stomach has just been, like, feeling like, like I swallowed a like a mitten or something. Ooh, yeah, you're oh, on like man. a fucking t uh, a tin fucking tube, and the only air in there is being recycled. So whatever anybody has, you're just getting blasted in your face, dude. 
Yeah, I, I, I was I was the door. I was in the emergency exit door. Oh, you were right there. Mm. At least yeah. you weren't right by the bathroom. Or were you? Was I near a bathroom? Were you? Yeah, were you by the bathroom? Because then you got yeah, everybody right coming by you. Oh, fuck that. I know Tracy Morgan used to have a great bit about how he would jerk off in the bathroom and then wipe his cum on the fucking... On, on the doorknob, so that like everybody like had given him a hand job. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, this is this is Slim. Slim is doing this. So, yeah, Slim. Yeah, no, yeah, Tracy Morgan, the comedian, who uh who got hit by a a, a, a truck, and he's okay. he's sick. Brain yeah, no, he's got brain damage. They're saying he'll never act again or perform sure. again. But yeah, he used to have a bit. I saw it live when I saw him that he would jerk off in the plane's bathroom. <clears throat> and then wipe the cum on the handle, and that way everybody on the plane basically gave him a hand job. <laughs> That's nice. I, I, I thought you said Slim did that. I, like, like I think you... I meant that. <laughs> right. okay. That's I, would I think do. I changed oh, yeah. Slim's name to Tracy Morgan yeah. to, to hide. Mm -hmm. To hide. He it. actually just he, gave he, me an he, ideal he was, for. He was jacking off to all those it. pictures of Molly Ringwald. Yes, <laughs> Molly <laughs> Ringwald. She's on the show next week. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you guys just interview her, or is she after me? Oh yeah, way after, months oh, after. Okay, good. You gotta save. You gotta save the best for kind of last. Right? Yeah, yeah. That old gag. Oh yeah, yeah. Just sitting here listening to Frankie Valley. Ooh. You know. Drinking alone. Am I drinking alone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Good. So, what uh, What are you more angry about, Eric Gardner or uh, Michael Brown? Uh, I'll have to go with them both. They just fucking enrage me to the highest degree. Like, they're just, they're just, Arr! like, I just gotta, I just got I'm gonna have a good old-fashioned die-in. <laughs> isn't that what they, that's what they're called, right? Die-ins? I guess. What, what is a die-in? I'm, I'm, I don't know what that is. I think you just, like, lie on the floor and just, like, pretend you're dead. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Right. But I'm just gonna do it, like, I think they were doing it in Grand Central Station or something. <laughs> yeah, they did at one point. You suppose oh, man, you gotta prep for your show, Slim. <laughs> I mean, Rob, Rob, you're you're fucking sexy as always. Ah, I know. You gotta. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think you just like lie on the ground and pretend you're dead or something. Yeah. Or they block, they, I think they were blocking traffic in uh, New York. Oh, okay. Like it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to get people on your side is block traffic in New York. They're accomplishing something, right? They're, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're send they're sending a message. Yeah, they're. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a uh, a die in by myself in my house. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't need everybody to see it. I'm just I'm just gonna die by myself. Yeah, well, I feel like you should. You're supposed to go. I feel like you should do it for like five hours and post it on YouTube. Mm. That needs okay. to happen. <laughs> Eddie, I post hate to cut this short, bro. We gotta go, bro. <clears throat> we, That's okay. We got That's another. Okay. We got somebody calling in in a few minutes. Miss Ringwald is very crotchety. Yes, her, <laughs> we got her timetable. Miss Ringwald scheduled. We have a author named uh, Eric Buchanan calling in a few from minutes from Canada. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we will be call talking to him in about five minutes, brother. All right. So I guess I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up. I'll see you soon. Yeah, man. I'll I'll probably be on the show soon. Excellent. Next week. Cool, cool. That'd be are great. You guys still, are you guys still in Tuckerton? Yeah, yeah. we're still uh, in my living room. Okay. You got to do it like in a helicopter or something like that. Oh, I do. 
Chopper four. Like, like, like outside when we have the, like, <clears throat> the next polar vortex. Yeah, <laughs> like right there, right in Antarctica. Do it naked. Oh, Do it nude. Fuck yes. <laughs> all right, Eddie. All right. Thank you, man. All right, all right, whores. Have a good one. Love you, brother. Bye. Take, take See care, ya. man. Awesome. You want to take a quick five minute and yeah. uh, come back? Where's uh, uh. Hey, guys, we'll be back. All right, guys, we are back. Robin Slim Show. <clears throat> with uh, Eric Buchanan on the phone. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Great. Now you're an author, right? I am. That's it's, it's like being it's like being a writer. Only they has a better title. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was checking out your website earlier. I definitely want to check out the one book, um, Cold Magic. Sounded awesome. Thank you. Thank you. What's uh, just... oh? I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to ask you real quick what the uh, synopsis of the book was. Oh, Cold Magic. So see, I have to do elevator pitches for all these books for my editor, right? So let's see if I can remember the one for Cold Magic. <laughs> all right. Uh, Cold Magic's in less than 30 seconds. Hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> there we go. All right. Cold Magic's in less than 30 seconds. Um, Cold Magic is the story of uh, – oh, sorry. That's the first book. The first book is Small Magic. It's the story of a young man who discovers magic in a world where no one believes in it anymore except for one person who is willing to kill to possess it all. So that's ah, Small nice. Magic. Nice. Very exciting, and I can always remember that one because I thought of it first. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, Cold Magic's our hero, is uh, called to the north by a friend of his to help uh, stop a war while at the same time trying to dodge the church who's trying to hang him for witchcraft. Nice. Oh, so there's cool. a prequel then. So Small Magic is the first. Small Magic is the first. Cold Magic is the there. second. Cool. And the third one is coming out this April. Nice. Nice. You sound a little like my buddy Rick. We just talked. I was to. just thinking that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was listening to your buddy Rick. I was trying to come across as you know more suave. Let me change my voice here. How's that? Do I sound, <laughs> do I sound more suave, more debonair, more author? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Not sure how long I can keep it up though. <laughs> it says uh, you've done a whole bunch of different stuff because I checked your website out. It says uh, you've been a communications consultant. Yeah. Uh, what have you done with that? Like radio or? Uh, communications consultants. So it's mostly marketing stuff, right? I work for hospitals, believe it or not. Um, okay. I worked internally dealing with uh, newsletters, helping launch programs. When we did this big electronic patient record thing in the hospital I worked for, where you know you're trying to put all the patients' records on computers, so the doctors you know have to learn how to use computers to reach their patients. Mm. It's very exciting and very <clears> confusing <throat> for the doctors, but they get it eventually, and then everything <laughs> works better. Yeah, my mom had to deal with that kind of. That kind of rigmarole, rigmarole, whatever that word is, rigmarole. Uh, a few years ago. Got me doing it. Rigmarole. 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 That's it. Got it. Got it. A couple words I struggle with, and that's one. The other is licorice, and which I just said right, but for years I said licorice. Like I don't even know what I used to say. Licorice. 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 Licorice is what I used to say. Licorice. Yeah. And uh, it said you're a fight director. I am, yeah. I've been out of the business for a while. I've just been getting back into it the last couple of years. And that's uh, basically teaching actors how to punch each other on stage so that they can do it eight times a week without, you know, crying. That's cool. Ooh, that sounds pretty awesome. That's fucking awesome. So do you actually have to know, like, a martial arts to be able to do that? You don't actually have to. One of the best fight directors I know never studied uh, martial arts in his life. He just picked it up as he went along. Uh, I, on the other hand, I got a couple of black belts in different styles and, um, and then got into uh, fight directing ones in my late 20s. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's a load of fun. You get to swing Sounds swords. Sounds like it. Wow. Yeah, that's why I didn't know if it was like fencing kind of thing or... 
everything. I've done swords, knives. Uh, don't do guns for the most part. I have friends who are very, very good with those, mm. so I leave that to them. Um, plus, I find them a bit boring on stage fights, and it's hard to train the actors not to be scared of the thing that goes bang. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I didn't like, know. It's not like in the movies where you got, you know, the gun wrangler and he explains to the actor every step and then hands them gun and points the hand and says, okay, fire it, bam, 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 bam. Okay, great, cut. <laughs> That's why I didn't know if you were more uh, like a theater guy or it was for movies or television. Most, mostly theater is where I worked. Um, I did done some uh, TV, but not much. There was a, I was actually co-host of a TV show for a year and a bit. That's cool. Oh, wow. oh yes. It's called Pools, Patios, and Decks, and it played on Home and Garden Television up here in Canada. Nice. It was the worst show on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was awful. So, you, okay, Pools, Patios, and Decks, what do you think it's going to be about? Pools, Patios, and Decks. Very good. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously, we'd walk into a guy's backyard, and there'd be a crew there, and he'd say, okay, so what are we doing here? He says, well, there we're going to build a pool, there we're going to build a patio, and there we're going to put a deck. And we'd say, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd come back three weeks later, say, hey, what you doing? He'd say, well, you can see we're half finished the pool, the patio's a third done, and the deck is looking good. And we'd say, thanks, and come back three weeks later and say, hey, how you doing? they say, great, here's a pool, here's a patio, here's a deck. And then they mush it together and call it a TV show. <laughs> They didn't oh try to add God. anything cool to the pool patios. Yeah, there. were there any like cool designs or like? Oh, there was some amazing stuff out there. There's one place up uh, up here in uh, where I live in where I live in Toronto Northwest. is a place called Muskoka where rich people can buy cottages. Mm. And we we went to this one place. Um, nice looking house, the backyard, stone patio, backing on one of the most expensive golf courses in in southern Ontario. Wow. Oh yeah, they like they could walk to the because they were massive golfers. The the guy who owned this and his wife, they'd come up there to this. Little bungalow, which want to take a wild guess at what this thing cost? This little bungalow? Uh, no. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, Six hundred thousand. Not quite that much. Well, actually, yeah. The golf course was probably about four at the time. Wow. The location, location, location. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, so it was a nice little bungalow. Hey, a nice house too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, you know, it's like really what a bungalow. Fat, I can, I can move out to the boonies, buy a house, and live there for the rest of my life comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, hold on, so did somebody just approach you and be like, hey, want to do a TV show about patios, pools, and decks? Or how did that come yeah, about? my agent walked up and said, hey, this will earn us money. Go get the job. Yeah. <laughs> were you thrilled? Were you excited? You were like, yeah, I love pools, patios, and decks. Mm. <laughs> I was like, how much are you going to pay me? And they told me, and I said, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, the last uh, last TV show gig I did was actually stunt work. Oh wow! Wow! Cool, man. Oh yeah, it was cool. A friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine's a st uh, stunt coordinator, and he was working on this this uh, amazing, exciting show called Curious and Unusual Deaths. Ooh. Wow! Yes. That's fucking cool. And I think there was another one. I think it was on Fox or something. A Thousand Ways to Die or something like that. Very yeah. Solid. That's what I was. That, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, well, this is a, I don't know if it's the same show with a different title or if it's a different show or what it was, but yeah, I got this call saying, hey, you're the right size. Want to go get yanked off the balance with a massive explosion and, 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 and you know, go flying through the air? <laughs> That's cool. And I said, how much are you going to pay me? Yeah. <laughs> and he told me. And I said, okay, that's equal to a day of what I'm making at work sitting in an office, you know, and this is far more fun, so sure. Yeah. So you, so really, yeah. you really enjoyed doing that? Uh, well, yeah, no, it went really well. Banged up, banged myself up a bit, but it was—it was, it was mm. not nearly as exciting as as it looked on TV. Right. Because it's not—it like, uh, wasn't a, a huge show where they had a massive explosion, right? Okay. So they had them shooting me. 
out in this field with this thing, and I had to jump in the air and get use a jerk line, which is a, a wire that yanks you backwards a fair distance. Yeah. Mm. So I went flying on one of those, boom, and landed a couple of times, and that was great. <laughs> Mislanded one time and sort of mm. laid there on the mat going, ooh, for a while, but I was good. It was fine. <laughs> and then I look at it, and where's oh. everything else? They added in post. I didn't even get to see anything blow up. I was sad. Oh, <laughs> man. Eric, I was, I was going to ask you, you said you were getting new headphones for this interview. Yeah, I was fortunate. I actually managed to borrow a pair from a friend of mine who's a podcaster, which was good. No, my old headphones suffered the uh, the demise of being in the wrong bag when I was sitting down. Oh, got yes. crushed. Yeah, they were nice ones, too, man. I was using those for, for other interviews with, uh, with various people and for, you know, talking with my editor to explain why the book isn't done yet. <laughs> and, then, I... and then they accidentally broke. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that old gag. <laughs> <laughs> I love your blog, too. I, ch I only checked the one out, but I was going to actually forward it to Slim because it was a great, you know, we just had a, we had an issue last week, and we were just discussing it earlier, but you had a, a an article about when a project is dead, and I really enjoyed that. I think that has a lot to do, you, you were writing about books in particular, but it has a lot to do with any project, I feel. It really does. When you're, when you're doing a creative endeavor, at a certain point, it's either going to go or it's not. And, and, the, and especially, as you know, doing this, as I know, being a writer, and especially being an actor, yeah. when it stops being fun, you've got to ask yourself if it's worth it. Yeah. And that was the big thing with the, this, the project I was speaking about was actually a, a friend of mine. I'm not going to say the person's name um, or, or talk about the name of the project because that's their business. But they, it was what <clears> inspired <throat> me thinking about listening to them and all the trials they went through with this project. And they worked on this thing for a year. Yeah, that's a lot of time. They had an offer. Wow. And they still couldn't make it work. Wow. And it's just, and they wouldn't put their name on it. They're a very, very good writer. They're extremely wow. good at what they do. There's no way they're going to put their name on that. And so they had to back down. Now, they hadn't signed anything, so there was no, no contractual issues or anything like that, right? Which is good. Yeah. Because that's the other thing, as I said. And then, yeah. You know, are you getting paid for it? If so, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I like how you said, you know, take a step back and look at, the, you know, think about, or just clean your apartment. Take a step to step out of the project for a, a day or whatever. I tell you, this apartment never looks cleaner than when I'm stuck on my work. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm working, it's like I'm working and I got things to do. And, oh, yeah, it's time to feed the child. Here you go. Go do your homework. And I'm working again. And, you know, about a week later, I'll look up and go, oh, dear God, when did the raccoons move in? Right? But, but, then, but then you get to the point where you're stuck and you're frustrated. And, boy, there's nothing better than, you know, just I will make everything perfect and then the book will be fine. And then you clean the whole place. <laughs> it's kind of like anything, any relationship, any project. You always hit a rut. And yep. you just got to get, you know, either get through it or, you know, obsess, access the damage, whatever it is, and, and see if you got to bail. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it was interesting, too, how you said, like, if it, uh, if you're not having fun anymore, then you got to think about it. And that was one yeah. of the biggest things. That I was like, I still love doing this. I'm still having That's a lot of fun. That's what I meant to ask you because I, I couldn't tell. Like, no, yeah, it was. All it was my, coming like a chore. All, <laughs> no, it wasn't, I don't think it's a chore at all. I think all my reasonings were more putting myself down, thinking, like, maybe I can't handle this. Maybe I don't have the best chemistry with uh, Rob here. Uh, maybe we have creative differences, things like that. But it had always been in my mind that I'm still having a lot of fun doing this, and we still made this happen. We can keep doing it you know and that's the thing right as long as you as long as you're enjoying what you do as long as both you are enjoying the work yeah then why not keep at it what do you got to lose exactly if you get to the point where you're ready to you know waiting for the other guy to talk so you can shove a knife in their back and see what sort of noises <laughs> they make as they die on air that's probably <laughs> the time to step back and say maybe we should call this quits maybe, yeah. maybe we're done <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I really enjoyed that blog, dude. That that was a great Thank you. article. No Thank problem. You. Thank you. I actually posted it in. Did I post it? I don't know. I thought I posted it today for you to see, but oh, I, I, don't might, know. I, I may not have. I, I might not have seen it. I think I because I didn't see it either. I'll read it now, though. It definitely sounds interesting. Yeah, that is um, Eric Buchanan. Ca. That's B- that is correct. E R I K B U C H A N A N. Ca. Perfect. That's Thank all you. On there. Thank you. No problem, brother. The more people who know I exist, the more people there are that might buy my books. <laughs> How many have you sold? Uh, is, is it sold a lot? Well, I'd love to say millions, but I'd be lying through my teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd also love to say that I'm a far more successful author than, than I was an actor, but you've heard my story, so you know the bar there isn't too high, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I do okay, um, but I'm not published by a major publisher. Like, uh, I'm not a Penguin-published uh, author or anything like that, right? Yeah. I'm working, I'm working with a smaller press which means I'm the one who's got to do all the uh, all the legwork because they have very limited budget. And okay. while you can order my books into any bookstore just by saying, okay, it's this book, it's published, it's uh, Small Magics and Cold Magics, published by Dragon Moon Press. Um, and you can find us. We have an international distributor. You can buy all our books on Amazon, of course, because you can buy everyone's books on Amazon. Yeah. So, seriously, if your dog writes a book, you'll find it the next week on Amazon. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so, so all that's out there. And for the first two books, I didn't sell as many as I would like, in part because I was uh, – working full-time and and uh, trying to act and trying to fight direct and trying to write and trying to keep my life intact. And after my life fell apart and my job went away, yeah, it's here for layoffs. Uh, I started my own business uh, doing communications consulting and writing. Cool. And uh, that gave me the time for this new book coming out with True Magics, the third and final book in this settlement, which will be coming out in April of 2015. Not that I'm desperately plugging it or anything. <laughs> um, but if, uh, awesome. with, that, with this one, it gives me time to actually do the work that I need to do to see if I can increase sales to a level where I can say, hey, I can buy more than a pizza with this royalty check. <laughs> so, now that, that's not actually fair. My last royalty check paid for my DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really cheap DVD player. <laughs> but it paid for it. <laughs> I, so I actually have like a few questions. Um, what what drew, draws you to like the idea of magic and uh, like what type of magic do you write about? Because you know, uh, like I've read like the Dresden Files and I've you know I read one called Rune Marks that was pretty cool. Rune Marks, another one. Yeah. Um, in terms of the type of magic, um, I really I read a lot of epic science, uh, epic fantasy. You know, you got the Lord of the Rings, you got the right. ten million Lord of the Rings knockoffs, you got yeah. uh, everything that David Eddings ever wrote. You've got all this all this huge stuff. And with with this book, the uh, with the first book with small magic, the concept was really what if magic wasn't big, right? What okay. if it's just little stuff? What <clears> if it's just <throat> tiny things that people can do, and <laughs> someone has figured out a way to collect them all and is trying to kill people? And then our hero enters the picture, and you know shenanigans ensue. Nice. Which you'll all find out if you go out and buy Small Magics from Dragon Moon Press, available at finer bookstores and Amazon. <laughs> um, so that was what that was what I was thinking about in terms of just small individual skills that people had. And then in the course of Cold Magics, we see him develop it more and learn more about his magic and sort of discover some of the other things. And in our our grand finale here, True Magics, he's really going up against the church. And the, the working elevator pitch is not finished, so bear with me. The working <laughs> elevator pitch is that our hero is caught in between a battle, uh, caught in the middle of a battle between church and state for control of magic cool oh, okay. cool yeah That's awesome so high stakes we start out with the small smaller stakes in the first book because it's all personal and then it gets bigger and bigger into our grand finale in the third book here nice so so eventually more people are learning how to use magic in these books Not or so he much uses more people are learning more. how to use magic as magic has been mostly lost 
Mm-hmm. And people, uh, the people who have it are being very quiet about it because, you know, people tend to hang you for it. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the idea here is that our hero is rediscovering what magic can actually be. That's and cool. how far it can actually go. And in our third book, we really get to get a nice view of that. That's awesome. Hmm. Uh, have you ever read any uh, Brandon Sanderson? He's an author I just found recently, and I think I've, he's read, like... I've read one or two of his. Um, and of course, he's finishing up the Wheel of Time series for Robert Jordan. I got to interview him oh, at, really? a, at oh, a convention. Wow. Cool. Yeah, it was a great time. It was a it was a panel on writing groups, and uh, you know, writing groups, writers getting together, comparing work, and helping each other along. And I just hate those things. Right. I, I have I've been in two in my life, neither worked out well, and I just decided I was against them. But Brandon Sanderson's writing group is an amazing group of people who work really hard together, and they they create a really strong dynamic that allows their work to go forward. Right. So it's going to be me and Brandon Sanderson and three other offers, and I get there, and the room is packed full of people, and there's Brandon Sanderson, and we sit and we wait. And the other three guys don't show. <laughs> and so I lean over him and say, okay, none of these people are here to see me. You know, much as I'd like to think they were, but nah. Yeah. And so I, so I just interviewed him about writing groups for the next hour. And uh, we had a great time. He's a, he's a really well-spoken guy, uh, a great, great deal of fun to interview, really knows his stuff. I mean, the man's a university professor, and you can really tell he knows how, he knows how to put his stuff out. And uh, talked about different styles of writing, talked about writing groups, took questions from the audience. It was a great time. And so, yeah, buy all his books because he's a nice guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I loved like just his the the magic systems he comes up with are amazing. And the first book of his I read was this one called uh, Steelheart that was about like uh, superheroes, and that I love superheroes and his take on it was just like amazing. But uh, yeah, and, yeah, it's great. He's got a. Do I have a? I think I have one of his on the shelf. I think it. Boy, I hope this is Brandon Sanderson's book, or I'm going to be in trouble. But it's one where they use chalk drawings to create magic. Right? Yeah. Um, I know which one you're talking about. Oh, good. It's uh, his. Yay. Yeah, it is yeah. his. <laughs> it's in the other room, so I can't just look up and go. It's uh, of course yeah. with my shelf. I can't do that anyway. The books stacked everywhere. It's about as clean as the kitchen is when I'm on a writing binge. Uh, uh... So, how long have you been writing for? <coughs> Years. Um, uh, I like to say I started. Well, I started reading when I was two, and I started writing when I was seven. Oh, wow. Not Nice. Cool, yes. Man. Now, of course, I didn't actually complete anything I was writing until mm. I was in high school. And I didn't actually start writing seriously until I was in my mid twenties, and uh, it really was in. Uh, and I wrote a couple. Of no- I wrote one novel, which will never ever please God see the light of day. It's not the worst thing ever written because I've mm. read worse, but still, <laughs> and, uh, apparently, worse gets published, which still confuses me. Yeah. Um, right. But it was it was so god awful. I don't want anyone to see it. And then uh, True Magic was my second. Oh, sorry, Small Magic was my second novel, and that one got published, and that was in uh, two thousand seven. And then life, uh, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to start churning out a book a year. And then life, you know, I got married, I had a kid, and life moved on and fell apart and all these other fun, exciting things. And suddenly it's like, hey, I better get another one out there. (laughs) Especially that wonderful moment where you're sitting there on your computer kind of writing a completely different book when when your publisher pops up online and goes, hey, how you doing? I'm good. Is that book going to be ready for spring? (laughs) (laughs) Did you mean this This spring? (laughs) (laughs) No, next spring will do. Oh, thank God. Yes, yes, it will. (laughs) Now it said too... Uh, that you were into archaeology. Have you ever have you ever uh, excavated anything? I have not myself. My uh, as I said, I, I, I was married. I hope I use the past tense on that. I'm not. Oh. My girlfriend is an archaeologist. Oh wow! That's now I love this cool. stuff myself. It's fascinating because it's and and, and she puts the best when she says archaeology is as close to time travel as any of us are ever going to wow. get. Yeah. That's you know, awesome. and that's the thing. I mean, you imagine 
holding and I, you know, hold, held uh, arrow points that could be a thousand years old, you know, yeah. up here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Imagine going to, um, and there's places here in, in North America, we have sites that are 20, 30,000 years old around here, right? Uh, yeah. From the north to the south. And, and, and they're discovering it's older and older as they go. Right, mm. they thought first people came across it like fifteen, sixteen thousand years ago. Now they're pushing that back another twenty, th- another ten thousand years. So it's really exciting here. That and is. then you get over to Europe, you get over to uh, to to Asia, you get over to uh, to Africa and the Middle East, and all the stuff that's out there. It's incredible. So yeah, I just find it fascinating. It gives us a window yeah. of how everyone else lived. I love that kind of stuff too, man. That's that's really cool. Uh, I actually wanted to go back to the the first book that you had written. That you said you never want to see it again. Did you try to publish it, or after you wrote it, you were like, "All right, yeah, that's that's a piece of shit." I'm not. Like, <laughs> um, never tried to publish it, for which I am, you know, eternally grateful. Um, <laughs> no, at that time I was very not confident in my writing. Right, I really okay. wasn't. It's like, and it's, it's a writer's <clears throat> disease. It's like I've written something, and now if I show everyone, everyone will hate me and laugh at me. It's like high school all over again. <laughs> um, but uh, there's a reason I went into martial arts, damn it. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, so I didn't have the confidence with that first book. And, and looking back on it sort of a year later, I sat down and read it and went, hmm, I could do stuff with this, but I have this idea now. And then started working on the next piece, right? Yeah. And then I got uh, heavily involved in my acting career, by which I mean I was running around to a bunch of auditions, getting told no a lot and trying to find work. Um, <laughs> And then, and then, so it took a while for Small Magics to come about. And that book, from first, from from first pen to paper to uh, to publication, was seven years. Wow. Yeah, it was a long. Well, again, working full time, being the actor thing, coming back to it now and then, and really, that was the one I learned my craft on. Right, that's one where I actually sat down and learned how to read. Uh, not how to read. Oh, that'd be bad, wouldn't it? How to write. <laughs> Apparently, but not how to talk, right? Uh, I speak good like I'm an actor. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's that's one where I really learned how to write, where I sort of took it took a look at what I was doing and said, okay, how can I make this better? And I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, my writers, uh, my beta readers at the time, and beta readers are the people you send your work to who like you enough not to tell anyone else how bad it is, but care about you enough to tell you how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. And they really tore it apart. And two of them are PhDs in English. And one of them is, uh, and one of them is um, a, a, a brilliant, brilliant, has a brilliant knowledge of the fantasy, fantasy genre and could really sort of nail, nail the tropes of that and nail the pieces that were missing on that. And between <clears> the three of them and, um, and Stephen King, was a great help to me during this time. Wow. Well, not personally. I read his book on writing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I highly that. recommend been, that book. I've been really meaning to read it. I, I do have that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great book, and it's uh, and it's um, it really helped me sort of. I read that as I was doing the third draft on the book, and then promptly started over with the fourth draft. And that was the book that uh, reading that was the reason that Small Magic got published. Cool. All cool. Right. Yeah, because without that, it wouldn't have made it. Yeah, Eric, I'm sorry, dude. We have to we have to uh, get going. We no worries. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much, dude. It was a great time. Best of luck with your show. I hope you guys keep having fun, keep on the air, and we'll uh, hopefully talk to you again sometime. Yeah, man. We'll definitely be in touch. Take care. Why Bye, guys. Can you get all your plugs out real quick first? We didn't even... Very oh. quick. Uh, yeah. There are two books out now, two, sh- two books and short stories. My novels that are out are Small Magics and Cold Magic. Small Magics is the story of a young man who discovers magic in a world where no one believes in it anymore except for one person who's willing to kill to possess it all. Cold Magics uh, is In Cold Magics, our hero travels to the far north where he must try to stop a war while hiding his magic from the church that wants to hang him for witchcraft. True Magics, the, the finale where our hero is caught in between a battle between church and state for the control of magic, will be out in 
in April of 2015. All books should be available by order only through your, through your local bookstore or anywhere in the world on Amazon. Thank you very much. Awesome. All right. Take Have care, a great Eric. night, guys. Bye-bye. You too. Take Bye, Eric. That was really cool. Yeah, he was awesome. Guys, I we're going to take a be. break. We'll be back in like five. Is uh, Bob calling us or are you calling him? I, Bob will be calling us. Okay, we'll be back in five minutes. Yep, we're good. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Bob Levy. Hey, hey, great. How you doing, Bob? Doing good. Nice, hey, nice. Can we curse? Yeah, we can curse as much as we fucking want. We can say cunt. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I wrote like a page and a half of questions for you, bro. So we gotta we gotta fit this in. For you. Oh, right. you you can go too, Slim. But um, what, you how long have you been doing stand up for, Bob? Uh, twenty five years. Wow. Now how different is it when you started to now? Like, I, I feel like the social media thing. You know, it's kind of easier to get your shit out there, but at the same time, it's harder to build a fan base. Look, no, nobody really fucking comes. Anybody on social media doesn't come out to shows, okay? Yeah. They, they're basically, if you notice, they're on fucking line when you come home. They're on line in the morning. They're on line in the afternoon. Because, you know, I always check it just to see what's going on. And, uh, you know, it works maybe 1%. Yeah. Maybe. You know, you, you might get like four people at a show or two at a show. That's from Twitter or Facebook. They basically stay home. Yeah, that's a, It's hard, dude. It's it's really hard to build a fan base, man. Yeah, the people come as long as it's advertised, right? The people will come. You know, that's the, that's the whole thing, man. Like now, there's everybody wants to be a comic, you know? Yeah. Put together these shit shows and fucking people show up and they're like, "What the fuck? This is comedy." And they never go to comedy again because they think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I I I loved uh, your feud with Lady Die on the O and A show not too long ago, <laughs> dude. I laughed at that for fucking amazing. weeks. Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah, she. You know, he's a good guy, but you know, he gets on my nerves sometimes. <laughs> I just wish I, you know, I fucking do radio in the morning. I, I've been doing radio today all day. I'm doing radio. Wow. And fucking uh, getting gigs booked and doing this. Man, and I still got to do another show at yeah. 9 o'clock. Yeah, you said that, man. I was honored you you said yes to this interview. I hey, was... man, that's what I do. What the fuck, you know what I mean? I don't want to be a douchebag, you know what I mean? Yeah. help other people out. That's the way I look at things. Yeah, man. Speaking of douchebags, I checked out that you slapped Danny Bonaducci. And I just it's wanted to know why that, that went down. Because it was acting. Okay, that's <laughs> what I didn't know. I didn't know, man. <laughs> yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, that, that video was basically two minutes. He was supposed to push me, and he never did. So oh. I was babbling. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to cut that up? You know? <laughs> that's what happens when you deal with fucking douchebags. Uh, money hounds and fucking, you know, lying fucks. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Lesson, you know, fuck him. Yeah, he was a prick, man. And so were his dudes, man. That's why I was, yeah. I was laughing until I saw how much fucking pricks they were, man. They were fucking douchebags. 
Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Who gives a fuck? You yeah. Know what I mean? Everybody's time comes around. Yeah. And when the time comes around, you're going to see who wins. Yeah. I agree. I, are you? Can you talk about what went down with you and Howard? Basically, you know, what everybody knows, you know. Well, basically, quit to do O&A, you know. I kind of, uh, you know, said I wanted to be on a show where you can be a comedian. Just walk in there and, and do, you know, funny stuff. And mm. you don't answer questions beforehand. And, mm. you know, it was the same thing. Say these words. You know, that was a bit I came up with. I could say hedonism. I could say rotisserie. I could say all that. Yeah. So the interview was that. And I was like, I'm not going to get any, you know what I mean? Like any acting work or any, anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like Howard, yeah. he don't go to bat for his people, man. He just, just about himself. I don't know. I mean, he, he just doesn't, he doesn't live in the same world you know, as, as most normal people. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure more will come out when, you know, when he's off the air, I'm sure. I mean, people are terrified of him there, but they're fucking sissy, so. Yeah. He gives a fuck. Exactly. Oh, gonna, well, you know, fucking have your tongue up his ass and <laughs> fucking have it. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to do that. <laughs> Now, it said, too, you used to work with Kid Chris. I used to love that dude, man. I listen to him every day. In the afternoon, that was fucking great, man. I used to sit here with the computer up, fucking writing lines, fucking coming up with bits. Fucking Chris would come hit me up and say, fucking Thomas is, you know, starting to talk shit. He goes, just come running in here and fucking choke him out and fucking you know, tackle him, and I, we we knocked all those old fucking tapes off the wall, and I threw them in the wall, and then I got him in a, I got a fucking wedgie on him, and I picked him up in the air, I don't know how I picked up that fucking big jab, it was, it was probably the best time ever on radio, it was probably, uh, I would say, the best show That's ever. amazing, yeah, you know I mean? and yeah, that, that three o'clock show was the best show, yeah, oh, I dude, I loved it, I had fun, what, what, what is he doing now, San Antonio, yeah. What what is Kid Chris doing now, do you know? He's in Cincinnati now. Okay, yeah, I always wonder what happened to him, man. Me and my buddy uh Christian at work always talk about how cool his fucking show was, dude. No, you can just look him <clears> up <throat> and you can listen like they put the podcast up and it's without the commercials. Nice. It's from like five thirty to nine in the morning, but look look it up and you'll see the podcast. It's basically, you know cool. an hour and something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all the, you know, the hits or whatever, you know. Mm. I, I, I miss him, you know. I miss the show. Yeah. I thought, you know, I, I thought he was one of the most talented people I ever met. Yeah, um, he was. He was fucking little, great. Like, cranky little fucking midget, but the whole thing was, you know. <laughs> he, 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 he knows what he's doing, and we were on the same brain level of, you know, how to torture people, and... And that's what the show was about, you know? We didn't take no shit from any other stations. Mm. We went after them and fucking, you know, we were brutal to ourselves. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, that's it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, you gotta have fun, man. But you can hear the show, man. I'm telling you, it's, I'm sure it's still good. I haven't, you know, but since I've been doing Philly mornings and fucking Boston nights, I'm like fucking, and my kid, the band practice, fucking, uh, you know, so much shit, doing gigs, doing Christmas parties, 
I'm fucking dead. That's why I'm actually taping a small morning show. I'm not fucking. I'm doing the shows from my house from now on. Yeah. That's you awesome. Know, it's early in the morning. You know what I mean? Mm. Nobody will fucking know. I'll put up a post. You guys ready? And then they'll fucking, you know, on Twitter and they'll all be there fucking commenting. I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> You're talking about like your podcast, right? Where were you originally uh, doing it? I didn't know. I did it in the studio. I was doing it live, man. Oh, because okay. I always, look, the one thing I always said, you do it live. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I always like to do it live. And I would never do a podcast or anything I said, because if you don't listen, if you don't, that's it. You don't have another chance. Nice. You know, that's it. Yeah. You know, you tune in or you don't <clears throat> fucking listen. You know, I'm not going to cater it to you around your fucking schedule. If you want to listen, you can listen. But, you know, we put it, one of the guys put it on Stitcher, so it kind of goes up on there, the shows, that one. But the Boston one doesn't. We're going to try to get the older shows on there, you know, because, you know, it's, it's taking off so big. It's, it's a big station. It's 50,000 watts and carries to fucking uh, overseas sometimes, you know, when the right uh, signal is up. Yeah. So it's fun. Cool, cool. I mean, that's what it is. Radio is fun. Yeah. Radio is fucking, you know, I don't have to deal with anybody. I, I always make it where I'm the boss. Nice. You know what I mean? Yup. And I can walk away from it at any time. I always make that a thing because, you know, if I'm just not in the mood for it anymore, when the fun's out of it, it's time to move on to something else, you know? Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's the way you do it. Fuck yeah. Do you have like a staff or anything for your podcast or you just do it literally on your own? Uh, I don't do shit. I don't know how to do that fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> the one guy did it, but now, you know, uh, I basically can, with the files, I'm going to just give them to John Kensel, who's going to come over in a little while, and then he can put it on, up on Stitcher. And then, you know, we do the morning show go on. It's 4.30 in the morning to 6.30. And then, you know, we put it up at about 11 when it goes back on Stitcher, you know? Yeah, yeah. Listen whenever you can, you know what I mean? That's what I write. I fucking, you know, if you got time, listen. If you don't, fuck it. Who cares, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So I've always heard, like, um, I know that you have, like, a lot of history with, like, Jim Norton and Jim Florentine. Were you yeah. guys always like good friends? Like, did you like? I don't really know all the the background with that. Well, no, yeah. I mean, you know, we've been friends for you know, like I met Jim. I don't know. Maybe I was doing it two years when I met uh, Florentine. Yeah. And, uh, and then you know we were friends, and he you know he wasn't really ready to go on the road, but I took him on the road. And, you know, because he was able to get chicks because he had the long hair. So he banged a lot of uh, strippers in Canada. And it was just, like, fucking just so much fun. And then Norton, I just found, he used to come to my shows. And he goes, and his nose, he always had, like, a handkerchief, like, a little tissue. And his nose was always running. It probably still is. And, uh, and he goes, hey, man, big fan. Brought 20 people. And my my first wife would go, there are little creepy guys here again. <laughs> <laughs> I basically had a bad drinking problem, so I like I would say, okay, you know, you come to my house. I was twenty minutes away, and I would drive to the gigs, but then they they would drive home, <laughs> and we had a ball together. And they learned 
because I teach people rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't let them, you know, if I say you're going to do 10 minutes, and, you know, I test them, and then I go, okay, you're doing, do 17 to 20. And they never hesitated. And, nice. and that same thing with Don Jameson. They never fucking hesitated. So that's when you know that you're into it. And other people that waste my time, I just <laughs> fucking get rid of them, you know? Yeah, I like that. That's the way to be. Yeah, you have to test them. You got to want to do, if you don't want this for fucking, you know, for the right reasons, don't fucking go on stage, man. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, you know? Yeah. Fucking don't waste time, you know, uh, and make the business look like shit when you got <clears> seven <throat> fucking open micers charging a cover charge, you know, and, and, and it's fucking horrendous. It's like watching your fucking mother get raped. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, so, but, not as, but not as good. Yeah, that, definitely not as good. <laughs> I love that. I almost asked you, how you got the Reverend nickname, and I, I ended up reading that, that uh, Jackie Marlin yes. gave you that name. Yes, uh, that's what I was at Rascals for West Orange for two years, because I got into a comedy from, you know, I was the guy at the bar when new people came into our bar, I would go over and bust their balls so they would want to fight us. <laughs> so my friends said, why don't you try comedy? You're pretty good at this, man. Because yeah. people want to fight us right away, so it's great. You must be good at this. So <laughs> I started going down there every Tuesday, and then after two years, I was headlining, you know, even nice. though I had only hit 25 minutes, but nobody could follow me. So, and, you know, people were a little bitter. I mean, like, I didn't yeah. get any help from anybody. Yeah. You know, Jackie helped guided me. But when I got into the business, I had no idea. Like the other comedians, I thought somebody else sent them. I didn't know an agent booked the room. I didn't know anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it just went from there, man. And I have, you know, you get that, you know, underground following. And, uh, you know, and then you, you go, okay, now I'm going to go and do, I want to I get on all these radio shows. And then you get on there, you know? Nice. Yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta have, you know, you gotta get habit to get on them. You know what I mean? Yep. People always go, Ooh. you know, the Howard fans that are bitter. I don't know why they're bitter because <sighs> it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you can't believe one side when the facts are, are totally stacked against him. Yeah, man. He even uh, had the gag order on ONA back in the day. They couldn't even fucking say his name, dude. There's no gag order on me. There will be a mm. book once the time is right. Yeah. But, you know, uh, basically I got fucked up by Tim Sabian yeah. and Jerry. Uh, yeah, it was a little boy toy. But uh, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, believe me, I, I, this book, will, it's not only going to be about that. You know, it's a, basically a book of me growing up as a fucking maniac. And full now, you know? Yeah, man. It's going to be a good read. It's not about Howard bashing mm. and that shit. I'm just going to tell the truth, what i seen with my eyes. You That's know the best I mean? shit, man. Uh, when yeah. I was here, when I was on the road, when I was working there, what, what, how people run the business in the back, you know what I mean? I think mm. That's why I know radio. That's the shit I, I love, man. Watch it. you got you to watch every fucking part of it. Yeah. The behind-the-scenes shit. Now, it said you were a wrestler, too. Yeah, I did that for a little while, because me and Norton did uh, Vince, uh, Vince's son's uh, Shane McMahon's bachelor party. I'm sure you talked about it on the air. Yeah. And, uh, 
Like, he went up there and tanked. Like, he didn't know any wrestlers, but I was up there doing, like, a few impressions, and they they really liked me, and they were like, you know, you should, uh, maybe we can use an announcer like you, you know, maybe, and my next-door neighbor had a wrestling school. He said, yeah, come on, the, Ma- the Monster Factory over here, and uh, uh, I think it's in Woodbury or something like that, but it, it's the Monster Factory, and basically a lot of the big stars came out of there. And I, nice. I trained there, and I just had fun, you know. And it's not as easy as you think. No. <laughs> you know, so you, you have to respect those guys. I'm telling yeah. you, if I put one of these fuckers in the ring and just made you do the basic drills by yourself, you'd fucking, you would, you would basically kick your own ass. Yeah, dude, last, a couple of years ago, I did a backyard wrestling. I was, I never wanted to do it again, man. No, I mean, look, these mats are very, it, look, they hurt, okay? Mm. And when you got to do back bump after back bump by yourself, okay? And then you got to do front flips and land perfectly, you know mm. what I mean? With your feet and the upper back and your ass at, at touching at the same time. That's <laughs> how you avoid injuries. Yeah. So, and then basically the guy that's losing is doing all the work. He, he, the other guy is just guiding his head, so when he flips over, he doesn't really land on his head. So <laughs> as you, if you watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. It, and to run the ropes, like we had to run the ropes for like five minutes at full speed. And I've seen wow. people just fucking collapse and like fucking fall through. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and then they toss and toss. You had to get thrown out of the, off the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 to me, it was fun because I love anything. You know, there's nothing I won't try, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, even at 52, I don't care. I, I still think I'm 20 and I <laughs> fucking enjoy life. And nice. I'm not going to be fucking held back by anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never even broke a bone in my whole fucking life. Me oh, neither. Yeah. And then a girl in fucking uh, Canada. <laughs> I was I was yeah. curious earlier. You said that like uh, you don't you shouldn't be doing like stand up comedy for all the wrong reasons. Well, what are the wrong reasons to be doing stand up? Uh, because your friends say you're funny. Uh, be, because uh, uh, the fact that you know what I mean. Uh, you know you're not in it for uh, the business reason. You're in it basically maybe to pick up chicks or get free or just say you're a comedian. Man, I, I can bring yeah. you to shows and fucking you sit in the audience and if you if you break a smile, I will fucking snap your jaw right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, how, that's how fucking serious I am about this business. Yeah. And, and, and when you got shows like that going around and, you know, people, people look at comedy, you know, they don't know what the fuck it is, you know what I mean? They, it always says comedy show. What the fuck? A comedy show? Hey, you know, ten dollars. Hey, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> and you go in there and you see horse shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yup. You know, if you want to see horse shit, go to the fucking stable. You know? <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, you don't charge people if you're fucking not ready. Yeah. You know? And there should be, a, a, you know, people in charge saying when you're ready. And if you book a fucking club. And you book somebody like me in Florentine or fucking Jameson for a certain price, you better have that money in your fucking pocket before the show. Yeah. Because your fuck-ups are not my problem. 
Hmm. Have you ever had to get shitty with somebody that didn't have the money? Well, yeah. It's never a, a good scene for them. Yeah. Uh, I've calmed down a lot uh, since I stopped drinking and doing coke. But, uh, yeah, there were a few people got hurt. And a yeah. few people basically... You know, got fucking. You know what they got coming for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I remember in Florentine, me and Florentine in Florida, we canceled the college because they said no. You got to come Tuesday to Saturday. Then we go there, and it's Tuesday. There's no show, and they take the money out. And I'm like, well, this ain't happening. Yeah. So I just the ladies said, we don't. I said, well, get your son down here because I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> so you know, he wouldn't come down. So we broke the glass for the t-shirts for. We took all the T-shirts in the car. We're fucking laughing. We go back to the hotel. Jim calls his friend in fucking New York and says, just leave your phone off the hook. So this nice. phone was off the hook for probably 24 hours. You know what that bill is? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, let, me, let me think of one other time. Okay, another time uh, somebody uh, fucked around, you, you know, and then they got there. They went back to the hotel. I put on the heat, you know, those little vent things that are in the room. I put the heat on really high, and I pissed in it, right? <laughs> then, then I told my girlfriend, I go, listen, you got to get out of here. I actually made a shit sandwich. I, I moved the top of the bed off and took a shit and then put the bed back on top of it. Oh, <laughs> fucking amazing. But listen to me. Look, we're not, you know what I mean? I grew up in a place where you didn't fuck with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I, I mean, now, nowadays, like, you know, he who retaliates somebody is the one that's arrested. Yeah. It's never the one that starts it, yep. which is bullshit. Exactly. You know, I, I, I hate that. That's why I always have cops here, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, you know... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the whole Howard thing got blown out of proportion, and but I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. He sent the cops here from New York City, and uh, yeah. got to talk to detectives at fucking 10.30 at night. And, but at least they knew, you know, they knew me, they listened to the show, they're like, you can't do that. I go, oh, you can do that? I go, they're not calling me back, I was trying to get his attention. Yeah, I had the same thing once. My, my uh, brother-in-law, I called him a... Uh... A pussy, and the cops like you can't call him a pussy. I'm like, why not? He was being a fucking pussy. The mm -hmm. fuck? So yeah, that's There's so much shit going on now with the cops and everything. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is you know. Uh, the fucking you know they got to start. I think I think everything should be seen by the grand jury and something <laughs> like that because mm. then it, it you know what I mean. You have people on, you know in the stand that are all different races you understand and yeah. it has to be everybody's saying yes or no yeah so why not do that why 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 fucking you know like the last guy was just standing there you know what i mean he was mouthing <laughs> off and that shit but you, you don't stand around them for 10 or 12 minutes and just you know and and keep them going he, he's selling cigarettes you know what i mean mm. how much is he coming home 25 dollars a day yeah i mean fucking who gives a fuck yeah you know what i mean just say look they want you away from the store move away from the store and things are fine mm. but you know you know the whole thing is is that you know uh you, you gotta just fucking 
you know, you got to kind of take it easy. And, like, with that case, you know, yeah, let it go to the grand jury. Yeah. It was stupid not to because of the fact that you just had two other things happen, you know? Yup. And, and, of course, everybody thinks they're, they're fucking lawyers and that shit, and they don't have the facts. So let it, let, let it go to, to, the, to the jury, and then the facts come out. And you'll see what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not your. It's not your judgment of saying, like, if somebody reaches for a gun, okay. If I reach for a cop's gun, right? Right. Either me or him are gonna die. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so that case is pretty clear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the one in Cleveland with the kid with the fake gun. You can't do that. You cannot do that. And the cops thought it was a real gun because it, they took the thing off. And you have a split decision, my life or yours. So yep. right there, I say, right there, you know, that you know that cop should not be in trouble. But the, the, the last one, you know what I mean? Mm. It was like, you know, you just yeah. move them along. Move them along, you know mm. what I mean? Yep. I, I remember being younger and I, a cop said something to me. And I said, go fuck yourself. And, <laughs> and they smashed my head against the fucking dashboard. That's what happens, man. Yeah. You know, the front, the front of my car. And, and I don't, you know, I know if I wrestle with a cop, you know, if I, if I don't listen, they're going to fucking pin me with their knee on, on my back of my neck. And I know that. Yeah. You know? But they're, you know, they're just tired of it. There, there's too many videos popping up now. And like we talked about uh, earlier, you know, it, it's not as much as you think it's happening. It's just all these videos and that shit. If you look at the real record, it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. You know? It's just those it's incidents like get out there. I go into the neighborhoods and yeah. then the, and the people that want to live and have a life, you know what I mean? I think, you know, Reverend Al Sharpton should sit down with some people and go, hey, let's build up. You know all these uh, these inner cities that don't have a lot of money, and you know get people to donate their time, and 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 let them live in a house that you know what I mean that you can live in. You know, yeah. I mean, like <clears throat> I, I don't live far from Camden, but mm. the whole thing is is that you know, you know, in, in the summertime, you know, if you don't, you know, these are human beings that don't have air conditioning, and you know how hot it gets. Yeah, and, dude. And, and what would what would it cost Sears to fucking help out? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and look good, and yep. just, and, you know, and, and to help you know building people just come in and fix up people's houses and hmm. and uh, do it in you know in cities that that are, have bad sections. You know all these yeah. abandoned buildings, <clears throat> redo them, man. It's yep. all profit in the end. It brings money to your city. Exactly. You're going to get the money back, but. Nobody looks at things the way I do. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why, I, you know, I'd run for president if I didn't fuck <laughs> somebody whores on the road. I'd vote, dude. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have every idea that, you know, can straighten things out. You yeah. know? You got to sit down with the leaders and say, look, we're not going to fight anymore. That's it. You know? Mm -hmm. Next thing that happens, boom. <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to trial. No matter what. There's yeah. nothing we, you can't bring anybody back now. There might have been some fuck-ups, but look, 
got to stop it and let's work. You know what I mean? This is just this is our country. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah! It's not the white man's country. It's not the black man's country. Everybody. It's not anybody else's country. It's everybody. Yup. That's like when your parents say it's my house. It's it's everybody's house, dude. No, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. What would I do? I own the electric company. I don't know what the fuck you do on the side. I'll turn the light out when I'm ready. <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, you know? man. Hey, well, I'm listen. I got to get going because my buddy's coming. But definitely, guys, uh, you let me know. I'll come back on. You know what I definitely. mean? You, you just let me know. You got me, okay? All right, Bob. Thank we you so it, much, dude. Hey, anytime. You just let me know when you want me back on, and we'll set up a date, and I'll 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 make sure I have more time for you. I, I'm sorry that everything got fucked up today, but no, you know, that's I, all right. I, I we do that. We really I appreciate. Stay on for like fucking an hour and a half, screaming about <laughs> shit. <laughs> I would love that, man. No, and next time we will. Okay. Cool, dude. All right. Thanks, Bob. Do you have Fox anything you want to? You got anything you want to plug, man? <laughs> Uh, this girl down the street, but I, my <laughs> wife might get mad. <laughs> well, listen, my Boston show's on tonight. I put up the links on Twitter at a certain time. You'll see them. You know, it'll probably be the only thing that I retweet tonight. Cool. Uh, listen, listen to me and Joe Conti. Now, and, and just, you know, take some notes. Yeah. Watch how people, look at this. I'm going to tell you something right now. We're not even in the same room. We're wow. not even looking at each other on camera. And listen oh. to tonight's show. Okay. okay? And also, there's a, we have a t- uh, we're doing a thing with this guy, Todd uh, uh, Wharton, that has this, uh, it's a site for all entertainers. You know what I mean? So if you've got tapes and shit, put it on there. Get tight. You know what I mean? Because cool. you don't know who's going to be on there. But you, you'll see. What, listen to the show from 10 to 12. And you're going to see... Me fucking just on fire, you know what I mean? Joe's knows when to cut in. Nice. There's nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way you do radio. And we're not even in the same fucking room. Nice, dude. Good shit. Okay. All right. And you let me know when you want me back, and I'll be here, okay? Thank you, Bob. You got it, guys. Have a good night. You, you too. too. Take care, man. You too. <laughs> We pause that. <laughs> right back to the music. Wow. That was awesome. Fucking amazing. That was really cool. That's what I'm saying. Even though the there was like three guests that canceled tonight, the two that we had, I knew. I just knew were going to yep. be great. Phenomenal. Wow, that was cool. I'm going to have to <sighs> listen to his show tonight, man. Yeah, That's... dude. Maybe the rest of our show will be listening to Bob's show. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fucking piss, dude. All right, well, wow. we'll, uh, we'll take a break. We'll figure out if we're going to come back or what we're doing next. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back, guys. Robin Slip. Shoot. Oh, okay. Thank you, Ryan. That's amazing. He said, uh, where, where did he put it? Let me, I don't want to misquote. Ryan Quinn, good show tonight, man. He's got to head out, but if he doesn't catch the ends, he says, have a great night. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for checking us out, and thank you. That will be up everywhere. That's amazing. So, this is what uh, Ryan made for us. That's going to be the new page photo. <laughs> That's fucking cool. That is pretty neat. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Robin Slim. Well, it's definitely been a, a great show. I figured uh, mm. we'll do 30 more minutes. We got a couple more stories here. Mm. And, uh... Yeah, man. 
We got the the Lakewood man who is accused of drunkenly swapping furniture in neighbor's absence. Uh, <laughs> it says the Lakewood man accused of drunkenly uh, swapping furniture with his neighbor while they were away. And the, the friend who helped were both in jail Thursday, according to court records. Let's see. Nice. Both men pleaded not guilty Wednesday to residential burglary. Uh, charging papers gave this account. The Lakewood couple gone for the weekend returned Monday to their apartment in uh, the 5700 block of, of 9th Street Southwest. Found a recliner and TV stand that didn't belong to them. <laughs> As well as empty beer bottles and pizza boxes. Mm, that's amazing. <laughs> Missing was their love seat, mashing chair, and ottoman, uh, a cushion for a some kind of style chair, uh, a king size mattress from the bedroom, and a carpet cleaning machine. Nice. Also, they made out all right. <laughs> also missing were pots and pans, dishes, food, and oh. military issued equipment. Wait, what was it again? Wait, 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 wait. What was missing? Uh, pots and pans. Wait, what was it? It was pots and pans. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> food and military issue equipment. Nice. Tra tracking the seems uh, tracking the thief seemed pretty straightforward for police. Uh, one thief. One thief left behind a traffic citation stating his name and address. <laughs> <laughs> the other left a pizza receipt that had his information. Nice. That's fucking great. Uh, police spoke with both men, one of whom lived in a neighboring apartment. The first man said he'd entered the neighbor's apartment because the I door... am gay. <laughs> he entered the apartment because the door was open. <laughs> what did the second man say? He said the neighbor had... Well, the first man still said he said the neighbor That's had funny. mentioned... The couple might be moving, so he figured they had abandoned their furniture. He said he drunkenly decided to switch, to switch it with his own, calling nice. his buddy for help. Yes, well, what else are you going to do? They, they're not there for a few days. You want some better shit. I love that he gave them two things. He gave them, like, a TV stand. That was the other thing. Uh, like a fucking snack table. Yeah, and then took everything from them. Military-issued equipment, fucking <laughs> their pots and pans. Wow. Left a couple beer bottles and pizza boxes. So that means they That's went to the great. apartment, they drank, ate pizza, and then took Well, it was unlocked. What else are you going to do? Yeah. You're allowed to. <laughs> Take a shit in the fucking living room. You gotta do that. It's like a squatter. Uh, he, he showed officers where the property was, and police found the living room set, four pillows, two floor lamps, two end tables, a TV stand, and an inflatable couch with an air pump. Wow. They classed uh, it up. Uh, there was also three blankets, an iron, a large picture with an ornamental glove, a bunch of shit. Uh, I guess that's the end of it. <laughs> it's a great story. The it is pretty funny. The first man's friend, whose name was on the pizza receipt, <laughs> admitting ordering the food, but denied taking stuff from the apartment. Yeah. He was like, yo, yo. That old guy. All I did was order the pizza. <laughs> I was just there for the pizza. Yeah. They, why wouldn't you use cash, stupid? <laughs> Fucking use a credit card. How do you leave on... Your information behind. What a fucktard. Yeah, that would be the one thing you made sure you didn't do. Wow. Fucking dumbass. Uh, it says police found a cover to crawl space and... Uh, Alright. 
<laughs> Fuck, man. Stupid motherfuckers. But they're probably cool guys to hang out with. Yeah, right? they'd probably be a hoot. <laughs> we should have them on the show next week. <laughs> we should. We gotta get their names. <laughs> Robin Slim. Um, oh. The other thing I had was this list of uh, things that are banned in... Uh, it's a long list of sex acts just got banned in UK porn. I yeah. It was from like a week ago. Uh, yeah, it was December 2nd. And and it's like said, all the regular shit. It's all the normal shit you should see. It's uh, it's spanking, canning, a uh, canning, caning. I'm sorry, Spank, spanking, caning, aggressive whipping, a penetration by any object associated with violence. I guess you can't watch a chick fucking masturbate with a gun or something. Yeah. Uh, physical or verbal abuse. So what is that like? No dirty talk. Like you no, fucking you fucking piece whore. Of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? <laughs> Stupid. No water sports. Yeah, what uh, the fuck? That's just silly. Just no, silly. No physical resistance. This is like physical resistance, like a normal shit you do in the bedroom, you know, like fucking hold the girl down a little bit, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. Fun times. Uh, humiliation, female ejaculation. Well, that is that even controllable in all cases? Like, <laughs> what about guess, male ejaculation? You edit it out. You edit out the female ejaculation, and I guess male ejaculation. It's okay. You gotta come on a girl's face. You gotta do that. You can't ban that from porn. That's, that's like the, the fucking whole end of every porno. <laughs> yeah. But it's still stupid. Like Money shot. Female ejaculation. And then the last three are strangulation, face-sitting, and fisting. And it says All the great. final three listed fall under acts the BBFC views as potentially life-endangering. If some bitch is sitting on your face, you could just move your fucking head back a little bit. If you fucking can't breathe or something. What the, it's not like a cop choking you out. I mean, some of the... Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I, I, I think all of them are okay. Whatever. It's in porn. It's... I don't know. It's really stupid. And it feels like, like I said earlier, it just seems like they want to just outlaw porn completely. And this is like just their first step. Let's yeah. get rid of these things and eventually we'll tackle the other things. But, uh... I don't know. Shitty. Stupid. That's all just... All that shit is stuff you see in every video anyway. Yep. For the most part. So now, like, the porn in uh, uh, Britain is just, like, some guy just half-ass fucks some girl, and, and that's it. He's that's just, like... On top of her. Just... Is that just, like, what they can make now? Like, what about all the other shit online and stuff? Are you going to get arrested by Bobbies if you're fucking watching that shit in your house? I think it's just uh, what they can make. I think yeah. they can't, like make it illegal to watch they're just not allowed to film in the uk that type of stuff anymore yeah it's spanking like really yeah like you know if a fucking girl's riding you you hit her ass you can't film that <laughs> what else are you supposed to do <laughs> that's just fucking normal fucking ridiculous how else are you gonna have sex <laughs> right <laughs> Ugh. Uh. Those Brits. I thought the jabs were bad with the fucking blurring out of the fucking crotches and shit. They'll blur out pubic hair in fucking Japan. Mm -hmm. Well, then they show some fucked up shit. Yeah. Shitting on chest and all that shit. Yeah. All the good shit. God forbid blah, they, blah, they blah. can't show a penis. <laughs> Fuck no. So, I don't know, man. I'm feeling good about tonight's show. I think we, we did. We had a great show. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if you got anything up I'm, else. I'm ready to to wrap it up. I think. Yeah. All right. So we got this video of uh, this uh, modified Ooh. Power Wheels. Yeah. So we'll leave you with 
Stay tuned. Come back. Come back every week. Oh, next week. Do you uh, want me to read the I guests? Know. We will tease yeah. that. Good. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Tomb, I don't know if they're going to be calling or not. That's a rock band we had. Uh, played the song of a few weeks ago. Uh, Tin Man, the rapper Tin Man, which last time I thought he blew us off, but I realized after the show, like a day later, that I was supposed to call him. So he, I rebooked him. We got uh, Chester from True Masters. Okay. Um, Ramsey, he's an actor. And my friend DJ, uh, DJ Watts, Brian Watson. Cool, we'll cool. have him on. We'll have all of them on and more. So is Tomb like the only one that haven't confirmed yet, I guess? Yeah, I, I think they did, but like I don't think they ended up getting back to me at another time. So, But everyone else should hopefully cool, man. work out. All right. Uh, check us out on YouTube, guys. Check us out on the Facebook. Rob yeah. and Slim. Uh, <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to be sticking around, so you'll be seeing a lot of us. Yeah, man. So we're out with this. With this fantastic souped up. Hot oh, Wheels. Hold on, let me... Oh. I can't get it. <laughs> the noise? Uh, the volume. Yeah, I'm just Where's messing the... everything up right now. Swish. And up. And... Here it is. Nice.